conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport a brand new hour. Thank you for being with us. And we're thankful that you've made time to be with us today. Red Iron Men's Conference, Huntsville, Alabama, 100.3 The River. Uh, I'll be there along with David Jeremiah, Michael W. Smith, Steve Farrar, Josh Rebus, Charles Billingsley, and Phil Waldrop this weekend. Looking forward to seeing all of you that are attending, obviously because of COVID-19. Fewer seats, more spacing. Uh, We'll get an update on exactly how that's going to work with Phil Waldrop coming up. And I know a lot of you are coming and some of you are still waiting. There, but you need to move uh, because uh, you, you're going to end up waiting too long. And because of the lack of space uh, due to the smaller crowd, you're, you're not going to get in if you wait around too long. A couple things you need to know. Uh, the Rick and Bubba mask, back ordered immediately. Uh, they sold out in about an hour. So uh, so they, they are back ordered. Uh, if you got to order, you're going to get it. Some of you are going to get it quicker than others because of the back order situation. But we've reordered. And uh, it, it should be to you pretty quick, but you can keep on ordering it. But just know that's uh, that's on back order immediately. Uh, I wore mine around this weekend. Uh, I went out, and there were a lot of people seeing it. They they liked it. It was comfortable. I liked the three ply. It's uh, it, it gets the job done. Uh, now Sherry says uh, that I that I look like a monster in it, but mm-hmm. I, I I thought I looked. Uh, I mean, I thought it was kind of happening. I'll, uh, I'll I'll send this to uh, to Adler, and we we can look at me actually taking it out. Sherry says I look scary in it, but I thought it looked awesome. Uh, because it, it gets the job done. She said, you got to tuck your whole beard in it. And I said, well, I can tuck my whole beard in it. Said, yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's been added to, uh, to the, uh, the other Rick and Bubba items, some, some new items out there, too. Also, uh, we have some things to discuss today. Big, 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 big news uh, over the weekend. We found out that the real Greg Burgess will be a grandfather again. Yes, sir. Everybody. Pops. I'm just stretching the lead out here. Yeah, I'm fired up about it. So now your daughter. Sound like it. <laughs> you do. You, you do sound fired up. Can your heart grow any more, Greg? Can it grow any more? No, Greg. Well, I'm, the more they come, the bigger it is. So the scope just broke, Rick. Yeah. Taking a picture of his heart. If you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and we've been. We're we've real been excited. Back. They finally announced we it. We can't uh, wait. What do y'all want me to do? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, we're, we're, I like seeing you run awesome. out of here waving your arms. Well, you know, I shirtless. did that earlier. It, it's it's <laughs> yeah, and the baby looks like it is due in February. So Greg's daughter now and yep. her husband are expecting a baby. His son and his wife already have baby Ellis. We talked That's about. Right. So now we go over to the other child and uh, and another baby on the way. How about that? I'm, I'm kind of fired up. Fired up. And like I say, it's one of those Keep things. Keep them coming. We've known about it for a while, and you know, you you got yeah. the jump on all of us, and I think I you got, you got a big lead. Uh, we, yeah, you're gonna be way out of front. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. I like it. Yeah. So that's uh, that. That's exciting. It and, is. We're and, very excited. Excited for them. But and, see, we've known a good while. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. That just so that's but, y'all make like it, I didn't just find out this. Morning. I know. Greg, I know. But I didn't find publicly out they announced it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when when I found when I first found being a tennis coach worked out for O'Reilly, didn't. Yeah. <laughs> how about that? How about when the uh, when you know something and you can't tell anybody and you really want to? Yeah. So I was so glad when they finally came out with it. <laughs> yeah. I, I was sitting there. I guess it was Friday night, and I was oh good, it's out now. We can say so. So uh, that, yeah. that's a big celebration. It is. Oh god. Been uh, been a lot of prayers answered. February and in uh, February here we go. And, and baby Ellis will have have a cousin. Now, how about that? I bet he's gonna be thrilled. They'll be about two years apart. So oh, perfect. Ellis will turn two in January, and the new baby will be here in February. Here we go. Here we go. Can, can Greg's heart grow any bigger? I, 
how don't know. Gonna burst. Well, yeah. What Keep impact? Them on. What impact will this baby have on Greg? There's no telling. <laughs> well, <laughs> he, could, he could melt. I may take hold. And you yeah. throw in the daughter. This is the daughter's baby. Yes. Yeah. 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 We're gonna have a picture of Greg petting kitties here before. I, I know. <laughs> so, some, somebody said that he's he, he's even he's been doing a little volunteer work for the Humane Society. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the side. Just yeah. on the side. So we had that going on this weekend, and of course Sherry Burgess, big five zero. I am 50, I can kick, and I can stretch. <laughs> the, uh, I have been – I have had the most fun with this. Well, yeah. Because, you know, I, you know I, I'm, I'm old and I'm 55, and you know, she's always – and I, just seeing that 50, I was so excited. Hmm. I, I gave her a card, and all, it, all I had on it was me mentioning different ways to say she was 50. <laughs> And then at the end, it says, you're getting mad. I tell you what, you 50-year-olds are really sensitive. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, 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 and so we had a little celebration. And, uh, and you know, one of those things, I, I'm going to tell you, Mama, our, 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 she cooked mm-hmm. on Saturday. It was just such a, man, that was just so good. I mean, it was just like she did the roast beef, mm-hmm. mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. squash casserole, Rick, black eyed, black eyed, black eyed peas. Mm. Hurry with that order. Hurry up. There's a slaw. There's a slaw. Everybody <laughs> likes. on the window. She threw that out there. And then, and then, and then Sherry said, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going on the diet Monday, so I want to go out in a blaze of gore, okay. glory. Do you think? Do you think your mom would do one of her homemade pecan pies? Oh, and mm. she did, and had a birthday cake, mm. had a cake and a pie. A mouth watering. Good cornbread. Twice as nice. good. Good. Hey, night. Big old, yeah. big old dinner rolls. Somebody had pat of butter. Good night, feeding. Good my goodness. Hey, I man. just gained weight listening <laughs> to that list. We, it was it was Golly. it was just so much. I tell you, when you look over there, I look up and my uh, saliva glands are hurting. They're <laughs> discharging so hard oh, right now. Wow. It's so interesting because you know because of because of all the entertainment <laughs> business being shut down. You know, my old my old my oldest son has had to go back to personal training and has come home because all the gigs he had lined up have all been canceled. Mm. And it was funny to you know now he's here's a meal like that he's all in. Yeah. So suddenly he's here. So weird to have him back and all that. And he uh, somebody say food. I tell you what, it hit at the end when you know you get down to left. And everybody's kind of sitting around, and everybody's talking, and then all of a sudden, somebody realizes there's some rolls left, and maybe about three or four pieces of roast beef and gravy. And all of a sudden, the first person says, "You know what we could do? You could put that roast beef inside that yeah. roll and put some gravy in there with it." Yeah, oh, you know. Yeah. And when that yeah. broke out, and you know, I, of course, I was crying watching my sons think like that. <laughs> so proud. Rick, oh, yeah. throw, a, throw a piece of toast under it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, you know, and every every of course, all I've talked about is is fifty. I mean. She woke up on Saturday morning with me, right? I was this far from her ear, and you know what? I was going, 50 nifty years of Sherry. And like that. And I, I was like, hey, he's 50 nifty? 50. And I got you some coffee for you. 50 nifty. And she's like, are you going to be singing that all day? And I said, yes, I am. And so so anyway, and you know how women are, and I, we ran into this. So uh, Lisa, Greg's wife, you know, because they're celebrating. They've got another grandbaby on the way. Oh, yeah. So – Lisa gives Sherry, you know how they do. I don't know why women do this. It's this gift basket, and it's got tissue everywhere. Well, Sherry is not like Lisa. Lisa will take a gift, and she'll pull out every little thing, oh, yeah. and she'll try to keep her wrapping paper. It takes paper. her forever to she, open a gift. Sherry's more like me. She tears into a gift wide, yeah, wide open, mm-hmm. okay? So she's getting her, her gifts and stuff and some, some cool stuff. So she gets um, – 
she gets the one from Lisa. Well, she's she she just takes that tissue paper. And she's just throwing well, there weren't enough tissue and, in there in the Hill Nation. Yeah, and, she, <laughs> and she gets out all the little. You know, you'd you like know, to have that back more. Well, yeah. let me tell you what, what. Let me tell you what's hilarious. What's hilarious? So anyway, so. So the you know what you know like women love to get other women what they call a happy. Oh yeah. I'm just gonna get you a few little happies. Oh, sure. You know, and you, get, you got yourself a little happy and it had all kinds of little happies in there oh, and all this. Happy. So so we get um we get home. Now keep in mind, there's you heard me mention the food. So there's there's just food and there's garbage and there's we're just accumulating all this kind of stuff. And so uh so we get home, well Sherry uh, because Lisa wasn't able to be there, but she sent the gift. So Sherry starts interacting with Lisa about how, you know, thank you for my happies and all this kind of stuff. And all of a sudden, I see Sherry just freeze. And she looks down, she goes, oh, my gosh. And I said, what? She goes, I think I threw away a necklace. <gasps> and I what? said, what are you talking about? She goes, you remember when I was throwing the tissue everywhere? She said it was sitting right was on top in, of the, in the tissue. So then you have to call uh, back to, to, to mom and, and my sister who, by the way, congratulations to her. I don't even know what kind of degree she just got. She just graduated. She's got so many that we're so far from, from what, it. From what I've gathered, my, my sister has a degree, then a master's degree, and then, and then the this next. was in between a doctorate and a master, yeah, whatever gracious. that is. What, okay. I, what is that? I don't know. We, I, I didn't believe, know there was we that level, right? Well, should Greg and I even spend time on that? Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so she was, you know, talking about all that, and I was, and I was, I was trying. Rick, to if she I, keeps working hard, she'll be a doctor one day. I know, I know that, and I'm thinking I, to myself, like Doctor Bussy. Yeah. So you know, anyway, so you know, she's real good at school. Greg and I, not so much. But, she's, yeah, really good. But anyway, so I have to place the call back, and first of all, Boomer's like, "Well, I took all that stuff and crammed it down in the in the trash can," and I had to get a play by play of Nana, <laughs> oh, my, yeah. my mother. And and sister digging through the trash <laughs> trying to find, and oh, I, I look and I'm on the phone. I'm going, what is it? Turquoise in a tur- turquoise what? What in a net bag? <laughs> well, we we see a lot of tissue, Rick. Oh gosh, I'm in the coffee grind. Oh, oh got a little gravy on. Oh, I got a little oh, gravy on. Oh, I'm like, keep working through it. Dig I, through it. I got some tissue. Tissue. <laughs> oh, we have it. You know, oh, like that. Yeah. And then I'm like, then then I then I said, well, well, I don't know. Is it? Is it? She goes, no, it's actually. I think it's okay. Yeah. And 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 I will give Greg credit because I told Sherry, I said, Sherry, I love you, but you'll never see this gift. I okay. said, I understand they've assigned it to Greg to bring to me to work <laughs> on Monday. So we'll have to maybe get get mom to send you a picture of it so you can look at it until mm-hmm. till we finally have it. <laughs> and doggone it. I brought it, but here's phase two. I bring it to you, but then you forget and let it sit in your office for a good month. I know. <laughs> We've done this because I've done the same. I thing. have too, yeah. Because whenever me and you have to meet up and bring something for the other one, oh, yeah. <laughs> at some point it either sits in our car for a while or yeah. sits in our office for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I spent all weekend asking Sherry if she needed help getting in and out of the car. <laughs> okay. You need to help you back? <laughs> I said, you know Throw what? Throw her a walker. I said, what? Well, we, we're, we're this close to getting a handicapped parking sticker. <laughs> 50. 50. 50. <laughs> right, we'll be back. It's 16 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. It's a brand new week. Will of Meats back in play. Uh, Rick and Bubba University. The podcast. Eric Metaxas, our guest, it's out there now, uh, so you can uh, watch that. Also, all right. So, um, if you want to know about the Gridiron Men's Conference this weekend, we'll talk to Phil Walter, who have all the information for us. Top of the hour. All right. So um, we did. We were looking, and Greg and I want to be sure we were right. And Bubba, you were correct. So, Greg, your daughter and her husband. They did put on their social media that it is a boy. Yes. So well, they, uh, I didn't want to relink. 
Yeah. They think it is. Until well, we Bubba's do the said, yeah, he's not conv- yeah. Until we do the reading, there is point. no he's there right. is no verification. You're right. <laughs> I mean, I've heard, oh, we had a blood test. Blood is red. It ain't pink or blue. <laughs> Thank you. You can't tell nothing from nah. that. You know, I, huh? we may need to, we need to do that. Was it six months is when y'all? Uh-huh. Yeah, y'all, six months. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll to let be y'all, sure. I do think it's good, that. though, because I don't think your heart could handle a little girl right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think – I think it's coming and you'll eventually be able to your heart. I hope so, But if it was – the way we've seen your heart – change over one yeah. if we if it went to another one and it's a girl you're done oh completely I yeah. Done. yeah i yeah. couldn't i could be a, I'd be a completely different yeah. person than i'd right. probably be kicked I'm off the show did you know <laughs> i wouldn't be able to bring what i'm supposed to bring <laughs> right <laughs> right that's true well <laughs> two knucklehead boys right there two no. years yes. apart see oh, that's yeah. gonna be awesome yeah. we were talking about this direction your name will be cotton candy <laughs> we were talking about this big announcement over the weekend you know celebrating 5-0 i don't know if i told you this year is 50 mm-hmm. i bet she's tired her and Braden share a birthday correct uh, 15th? My fifteen-year-old. F- yes, fifteen. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought 15th. they did. How about that? Because mm-hmm. Bubba's anniversary is the thirteenth. Is that right? Uh, my anniversary thirteenth is uh, the <laughs> yours, uh, Bubba. Twelve. Twelve. Yeah, it I 12th? had to think about it. Yeah, okay. I'm I got it, but I said I knew when it, you <laughs> threw me a curve. I thought, what birthday? In what? Uh, within <laughs> what the? within a few days. But anyway, uh, so we were talking about this, and we were we were talking about how the Burgess family is very male heavy. There, you know, there's yeah. very few girls, oh, yeah. and uh, and so this led to a discussion which I did not know. Now, I, maybe some of you out there, because this could be a dad that's giving me bad information. Dads will do that, okay? But we always talk about and kid around, even though Bub and I, you know, mastered the science of it. It seems that that really, if you look about it, you know, if you don't take into our science research, it's fifty fifty. So this was a guy that you, you, you see this happen a lot. It can go either way. You can have people that have multiple males, and they keep thinking, I want to have a daughter. You know, Sherry and I got in that situation, and that wasn't the Lord's plan to, to have another daughter, so it didn't happen. But, but anyway, the, uh, and then you have people have multiple females, and they're trying to have a son, you know, the whole thing. So uh, the, this was the latter. I was talking with a friend of mine that had multiple girls. I mean, he had three girls in a row. So his, wife, his wife's pregnant, and he goes in, and he's, he's – you know they're hoping that this baby is a boy, sure. and it's the day they're supposed to find out. Now they didn't check with us, so it's it, it's it's hit or miss. And he made the statement to the doctor. Well, I mean, I look at it this way, like I've been saying every time I've come in here, and I've been praying about it, and I've been praying the you know the 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 prayer you know of Hannah and the Bible when you know she wanted Samuel and and all of this, and and the doctor said that's incorrect. And he goes, no, no, it's it's fifty fifty, right? And he goes, no, it's fifty fifty before you start setting trends. He said the oh the odds now of you having a boy with four three girls in a row is only about twenty percent. Oh wow! And he said, "Really?" He goes, "Oh yeah, it's not fifty fifty every well, there's time." There's a pattern. See, yeah. I, but but I I didn't know that. I know, I, I'm talking about. I'm not talking about. And, I'm not and talking I'll about, tell you another one. I will tell you another one. In this Did you place, know that? no, I didn't either. Rick, look, I, we we have got we have nailed this prediction so good. Doctors are now asking me if we'll take a look at COVID nineteen. <laughs> I mean, it's really hey, give it a shot. By the way, yeah. Bub, I wasn't Bub, I wasn't trying to be prideful, but I can't tell you how many texts I've got. You know, for, I was trying to keep for, straight for, things I, I couldn't do. At, at this so, point, I wish y'all would take a run at it. Well, heck. But so, did, did you know that? I'm talking as far as the ball. No, no, I, 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 I did not know, know Rick. Not. I mean, I've never heard that. We, I've we made know. fun of that before. Yeah. I didn't know there was actually science with it. Uh, yeah. Here's here's just some science. Did you know after World War II, we had a big birth rate of boys? And you think, well, why is that? Well, it, it's almost like nature replacing yeah. the loss from war. Yeah. And it's happened several times. But what that's, is it, act- that's very interesting. What, what What's happening in nature, and if you notice, when we ask our questions, it trends this way, too. When the males are stressed, 
when they are under stress as a whole, they tend to produce more boys. Meaning in nature, if the male population as a whole are endangered, at war, whatever, they tend to replace the population with boys. It's just one of those things that nature mm-hmm. does. But, you know, we always, when we're asking, doing our prediction about what is the dad doing? You know, is he is he at a desk? Is he out oh, yeah. sweating? Is mm-hmm. he doing things mm-hmm. that would stress him physically? Because that does tend to lead more boys. Yeah, because I mean, and that's just the science of it. That, I, that's not us goofing off. I've had mm-hmm. friends, and you have too, and people we knew, our parents knew that it. And I used to think that was just, but there was something to it. If you start having multiples of the same gender, it seems you can't break that trend. Yeah. You know, we've had friends and family members. Well, if your I, routine is the same. Right, but I'd never heard a, a man tell me the doctor said, oh, no, that is true. If you start a trend, you're, it's not 50-50 anymore. The hmm. odds of you breaking that gender trend are actually down. And he said that, and he told him, he said, you've had three daughters. The odds of you having a son is only about 20%. Yeah, see, wow. 50-50 wow. is dumb odds. That's, that's right. like the, the yeah. flip of a coin. Mm-hmm. But after you set a trend, the odds change. Right, yeah. So that's 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 correct. That? Yeah, and uh, but and they, he did have a son too, by the way. So he, he, he it was cool. So he, he actually the numbers fail. <laughs> well, how about he was talking about doing that prayer of Hannah, and, and he was going to name his son, you know, like the 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 third, I think, or junior. I can't remember which way it was. And he went to his father, who the son was going to be named after, and he told him about him praying that prayer of Hannah and all that. And he said, I just feel that I don't need to name him, you know, a name that doesn't have Samuel in it. Mm-hmm. And his dad told him, he said, if you don't name that boy, you know, put Samuel in his name. He said, I think you're going to be in defiance of God. <laughs> uh, so, so, so they kept the, they kept the first name as the same, but they made his other name Samuel. Yeah. So, um, but it's and, always good to have girls because you want somebody who will take care of you in the nursing home. Correct. Yeah, they, that's, the boys ain't yeah. coming. Now, don't forget it. Now, you need to throw at least one in so at least somebody can pick the right <laughs> nurse's home. Yeah. It's, uh, somebody will bring you an orange at Christmas. <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere, our mother is watching this on YouTube and she's saying amen. <laughs> but, look, we're, we do pretty good, don't we? Come, I mean, look, Rick. when all else fails, Rick. I mean, it's good to have a sister. It is. <laughs> ah, tech update coming up. All right, we'll come back. Bubba, do you want to jump into some of this other stuff? We have the all-loving, all-caring, why can't we be more like uh, the left in our country? And they're showing how nice and kind they can be. You mean the ones that wish it had been Donald that died this weekend, not his brother? Yep, yep, very kind. Yeah. And, and, the, and the thing they'll say why they don't like President Trump is because he's mean and rude. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hi, this is Kiefer Sutherland, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. 35 minutes past the hour of The Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and I continue to get pictures of these HelloFresh meals, and I'm so glad you're enjoying them. You know, we talk about the convenience of it all, how delicious they are, how they come right to your door, cuts down on the trips you have to take to the grocery store. Uh, You're saving about 40%. Uh, you're also not, uh, don't have a lot of food waste because they design uh, these meals for exactly how many people are going to be eating. But another thing I didn't think about is uh, some of our, our listeners and, and viewers are, are saying they're also trying recipes that they personally didn't know how to make. Uh, they've never done it before because uh, their chefs there put together 20 meals a week or 22 different meals 
a week, and these are recipes that they give you everything you need, and then you do prepare it, so you're also learning to make meals that maybe you never tried before. Uh, so it's it's just a great service, and it comes right to your door. It's America's number one meal kit. Go to HelloFresh.com. If you use the code Bubba, you'll get $80 off um, your first order, and you'll get free shipping. Uh, that's promo code Bubba at HelloFresh.com. $80 off and free shipping. And thank you for all the pictures of the meals and how it works and how you're enjoying those. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. So, Bubba, we have um, – this is the thing that always is is just so interesting. So, those that oppose Trump on the on the left and even on the right, you, you'll you, you have to deal with this all the time. And and had this happen even recently. Well, I understand that you guys, you know, or you know, ideology doesn't really go with the the left and all that. But I mean, you don't think like Trump's a good person, do you? Uh, you know, he's so mean, he's so bombastic, and and everybody's so concerned about uh, Donald Trump. Uh, his meanness, his ru- his rudeness, oh, his his arrogance, and all this, and to show us how wonderful and loving uh, they wish the president would be. Uh, now we have the death of uh, President Trump's brother, Robert Trump. Uh, did this happen over the weekend? Yes, mm-hmm. it happened over the weekend. You know, he went to see him last week in New right. York when right. they knew that things were not going to get any better, and uh, they were very close. Uh, Trump. President Trump calls him his best friend, and uh, he did pass away. And uh, again, Rick, the left who constantly reminds us how bombastic that mm. President Trump is, uh, started trending this weekend, hashtag wrong Trump. So to show us how they wish people would behave, to give an example of how they are so much kinder and nicer than President Trump, they started a hashtag saying they wish he had died. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, that is very loving, and very and, and and thank you for taking a moment where someone's grieving the death of their brother, and knowing this is not the time and place to maybe go after any preference you may have politically or your ideology. You know, for showing so much class to say that right now, you know, time and place, he's burying his brother. Oh no, uh, to show us how kind and wonderful uh, the left is. Uh, hashtag wrong Trump uh, began to trend over the weekend. And um, oh, there's a ton, ton of who cares, and that's good. oh, it was just I, I took about ten minutes and looked at some of the comments. I don't know why I did. Uh, where CNN you, you had tweeted believe, it out, you can't believe humans act. That I way. really couldn't believe what some of the people were saying. I will give <laughs> uh, I will give props uh, to uh, there. There were some people who do not like President Trump that thought this was totally wrong. Um, this is a uh, a mental health advocate. Uh, looks like Ken Ken Kenedra Kenedra uh, Wood. I'm not sure how do you pronounce your name. K e n i d r a Kenedra uh, or Kenedra. I guess that's the way you could say that. I dislike Trump with my whole heart, and he will never get my vote. But the hashtag wrong Trump hashtag make, hashtag makes me very uncomfortable as just a human being with a heart and a compassion for life. And Thank I would, you. And I would agree with you on that. Thank you. So, uh, so yeah, this is the time for those on the, the left that think this is not the way to go for you to hold people accountable um, who are taking this moment uh, to – this is not the example, I don't think, that uh, hopefully any of us are looking for regardless of ideology. And 
And I would say the same thing if uh, if someone on the on the left uh, had been through this, and if President Trump was doing something, I would say he would he would be yeah. incorrect to do that. That's a time and a place yep. for politics and differences. This is not it. But you pay attention to this because, and I can speak to this myself. I, I'm I'm just going to let all of you know when it comes to politics and ideology and depraved human beings, there is no political party that has the high road. <laughs> uh, I've been in the crosshairs of the left. This garbage about how they're kinder and gentler and they're bleeding hearts, hogwash. Now, there's individual people that, that you can sit down and, and, and agree to disagree and talk about differences in ideology, differences in morality, uh, principles, certainly. Individuals you can. But I will say as far as the general operation of all these different uh, groups with all their hashtags and names and acronyms, um, I found them to not be very kind people at all. If, if you dare to have an opposing view, uh, it, usually they have the view of everybody should be able to be whoever they want to be except for you. Uh, so, uh, so anyway, this, this shows a lot. Just kind of make a, make a note of that. Uh, and, 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 and then you look over and what's happening and, uh, you know, as we continue this in Seattle, Oh yeah. Uh, you now have, again, there's, there's black lives matters, the sentiment and the, uh, and then there's the organization, and those are completely different things. Um, I, I just want to give a heads up to the Black Lives Matters advocates, and I'm, I'm talking to the Antifa bunch in there, are the ones who are Marxist and want to break down you know, God's design for family and all that good stuff. This going into the neighborhoods, now I understand when you storm a Seattle neighborhood, maybe it's not as dangerous. We saw that even in Colorado it can be, it can be dicey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this going into the neighborhoods, I'm just telling you, this is just not wise. Uh, but over the weekend, we had uh, some Black Lives Matter uh, activists going into suburbia in Seattle and demanding that people get the blank out and to give black people their homes for reparations. And they wanted them to open their purse and give them whatever is in their purse <laughs> to, to pay their fee for, for them not to be in your neighborhood. Now, again, this is, uh, I don't think any of us, regardless of ideology, want this America. I hope, I hope not. Um, so now I didn't see all the activists. Uh, I'm looking at a picture here and it's kind of grainy, so you can't really tell. But uh, we saw this attempt in uh, Fort Collins and it did not go well. Uh, here's some wonderful things being said get the blank out. So uh, when one yelled, all you white blankety-blankers, get the blank out of our neighborhoods so we can come back, get the blank out, give us our blank back, reparations, baby, pay the fee, open your purse, pay the fee, open your wallet. This is, I, I, it, this, this is just not going to go well. I, I, I'm just telling you, this is not the way Somebody to go. who wanted to see real change in the police force, uh, who thought that the George Floyd uh, killing was unjustified? Um, you you you're taking the wind out of their sail. Yeah, just a heads up. Yeah, and th- this is uh, and and the problem is at the middle of all this, and I'm looking at it now because it's a much clearer video that we're seeing on our YouTube channel. As I expected, this is a bunch of white people uh, that that are at the middle of this. And I know there's some people that are not white, but the white people are in the middle of this, stirring all this up, and a lot of them. Uh, I know a lot of the Antifa people are these kind of lily white young people, and 
you know, they're they're living in their mm-hmm. mother's basement and in suburbia, <laughs> and uh, a lot of them they're they're going to make trouble uh, for African Americans and then leave. You know, they're not going to live in the world uh, of the the funded and uh, and abolished police departments. Uh, this is they they feel guilty because they don't they feel like their life has been a life a life of so much privilege. Mm-hmm. They're they're inventing a cause, and you have a legitimate um, redressing of you know we need to have the conversations about systemic racism. We need to have a conversation about the police if they overstep their boundaries and mistreat people. But this is going to ruin the conversation. To Bubba's point, it, the conversation is was happening, and now it's not. And I can hear it. I hear it being talked around all in restaurants and talked about. You you hear a grumbling. The, you, right now, we we the laws that kept people from living in neighborhoods. We have those laws, and if they're not, if they're if if, if people are abusing those, we need to get in there and we need to do something about it. You can live in any neighborhood you want to live in as long as you get out and can afford it. Mm-hmm. And I and we know this is taking place. No one's being denied access to these neighborhoods, and if they are, the law says that shouldn't happen. We have the laws. Let, let's enforce the laws. This is only going to galvanize people to have a vision of this that really is incorrect. And it's, it's not going to be long to, you know, you, you might get away with this in Seattle. But, but if you're somewhere else thinking you can go into to the suburban neighborhoods and demand reparations and demand people's houses, it's going to be ugly. I, I, just listen to me on that. It's going to be ugly. Don't, don't do that. Peacefully protest, create a narrative, substantiate the narrative, and clearly lay out what needs to be done. That's how change is made in a constitutional republic with civilized people. This route is only going to bring out the worst in everybody. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. We'll take more of your phone calls coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is the Rick and Bubba Show. The views and opinions expressed by the show are not necessarily those of the staff and management of this radio station, but they should be. Nine minutes to the top of the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number, and we continue to update you. This is Mike Keith. Mike Keith. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Where's he been lately? Uh, Mississippi needs a new flag, Bubba. Oh, Rick, the headline owns me, by the way. Yep. I'm an easy target today. Mississippi mosquito flag design swatted away. So something, you know, Mississippi's trying to redesign their flag, <laughs> and somehow uh, an image of a mosquito as the state flag <laughs> got yeah. through uh, what should have been a screening process, <laughs> and when it got through, it picked up momentum and, and went to the number two spot. Rick, <laughs> uh, after <laughs> <laughs> look at first it. time I've seen it, <laughs> look at it. How about it's better than I thought it was? Uh, what a great the, picture the, the of mosquito. mosquito. Yep, the mosquito. So, over three thousand residents from the great state of Mississippi submitted their ideas for a new flag. Well, it was. It was it was honed down to 150, mm-hmm. and they're going to get down what to four. 
to put on the ballot in November, right, Speedy? Isn't that the final number? It's going to be uh, four. Let's see what does it say? I think so. Yeah, I know November third is is the official. Hey, here but, we go. We're but after in. after it got on the page, the official page of one hundred and fifty, it really picked up momentum. Yeah, because I think some people were going, "Well, that's a good one." Oh yeah, uh, you know, and and we all appreciate a raise around here. Oh yeah. Uh, and many people have said of, of several states that the mosquito should be the state bird. Uh, Ours included. Look that, that, but I'm going to tell you, whoever got that all the way to the top 150 and then it started getting momentum, I, I want to give you props. That's as good as the governor using phallic names when he's congratulating people who are graduating. Thomas, Thomas Rosette, or Rosetti said he works as a deckhand on the Yazoo River said he first submitted the mosquito design as a joke to Bubba's point and uh, who didn't uh, who didn't want the old flag changed that, and that's what a lot of this is coming from and he way. says i love this line right here the mosquitoes <laughs> it is actually their state we're just living in it <laughs> <laughs> that's, good. that's good that's good yeah so uh, so he he said uh, many rick were disappointed when they found out that the mosquito flag had been removed from the list of finalists. Uh, one journalist added, fly high, mosquito flag. <laughs> That's what good. a great line. Bubba, what you were talking about, by early September they say they're going to agree on a single design to put on the November 3rd statewide ballot. Oh, and then it'll be an up or down vote. Right, right and then yeah, if it doesn't right. pass, That's then they right. go back to the drawing board. Right. Uh, by the way, I love somebody saying, I don't feel like we dodged a bullet at all. I think we squandered an opportunity. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you for, and you know, I know, you know, it's a hot issue. I got that. But the people have voted on this several times and they keep voting to keep the flag they had. So I feel like whatever they bring up as a design, that same group is going to vote it down over and over and over just to prevent them from having a flag at all. Don't you? Yeah. I I don't know. It, It is. Man, I'm going to tell you, it advancing to Did round. Did you say something there, Kobe? It, 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 it advancing to round two. It was just fantastic. Rick, and then so, shot, up the, shot up the charts. I know. So I'm going to tell you, that is a, that's a clever design, though. I mean, that's not – I thought when you first said a mosquito flag that it was <laughs> – it looked like Louis the Lightning Bug or something. That's yeah. a, that's a that's good mosquito flag, flag is, by the way. It is. So, I may put one of them out anyway just to have it. I think if I was if I had a like, you know, Cook's pest control, that ought to be the logo yes. for, for their mosquito treatment. Yes. Yeah. I love it. That's a great that would idea. Be good. So that is funny. Okay, Mississippi, I want to give you props on that. That is a good one. Look at that. I'm like you, Bubba. How does a, a, a has their state flag never fit, featured the Mississippi mm-hmm. River? I would I mean, say the, I would say Magnolia or? The, the Mississippi River what, is our largest river. I mean, it's a big one. I don't know if it's, it's the largest. Named, but it's a big one. No, yeah. I think it's the largest that's, one in the in the country. Is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know it's the longest. One. I, yeah, I, Ariel America will tell you that. Yeah, but you get in. You're right. <clears throat> um, I know everybody from Gunners was going to say it's theirs. I got that. But uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> So, the, it's a running joke. It's uh, a running joke between me and my wife about the yeah. Black Warrior River versus <laughs> Lake Gunnersville. A and, lake and a river aren't the same thing. And, mm-hmm. and Lake Martin people. Sure. So, uh, Rick, I, I think, you know, seriously, if I'm doing the flag and, and we have the Missis- the mighty, Rick, it's even people put the name mighty in front of the mighty Mississippi. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, there's songs about it. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, Louisiana woman, Mississippi man, we get together every time we can. And, I mean, that's just one of them, you know? The Mississippi River can't keep us apart. There's too much loving in a Mississippi heart. Too much loving in a Louisiana heart. That's so, so good. Uh, I didn't know you knew the lyrics that well. Good night. Oh, that's good. <laughs> oh, Betty sung this weekend. Oh, uh, so. Wow. I think the river has to be in there. Magnolia has to be in there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're saying a lot of that is is coming in. A lot of magnolias, a lot of river, a lot of uh and I know a lot of designs that have of that you, in it. I know what some of you are saying in Tuscaloosa. I know mm. we're not going to say put your national champions on there, yeah. okay? All right, some of this thing, I'm looking around they're saying the Missouri River is is bigger than the Mississippi. Mississippi is number 2. Missouri's number 1. I actually what? I didn't Brick, think it was big, but I thought I thought it was close. It says the Missouri has 2,540 miles, and the Mississippi has 2,340. Makes sense. Wow. Okay, look at that. How about this? How about the mighty Missouri? How about this? Oh, it goes right through Yellowstone. They're both big rivers. They are. Number two's big. Rick, how do we usually divide the country up? What do we say? East of the Mississippi or west of the Mississippi? The Missouri, I will say this. The Missouri Missouri does not get the the calling card to Mississippi. No offense to all of our listeners and viewers No, I I love you guys. But do they call it the mighty Missouri River? I don't know. Has anybody ever written a song about the Missouri River? I didn't know it was there. Now, Bubba, that's a little much to not know it was there. It's a big one. But I mean, I you know. don't. You know what? Though, all kidding aside, you don't I hear the Mississippi because I've been over it several. You don't hear a lot of discussions about the Missouri River. You like do, that's actually. a big one. Not you like do. the Mississippi. Well, that's because we're here. Yeah, but you yeah. ever heard song one song about the Missouri River? Give me one. I'm sh- I know. I don't sing about rivers. <laughs> no. I don't. But, but, can't name you that many about Mississippi River. Be oh honest. gosh, I can't. Look at every, that. every time I see, oh, there's a hundred of. Them. Every time mm-hmm. I see a documentary about Southern music, you know what they talk about? Mm-hmm. It's like the sound of the Mississippi River. It's like that river's got a tone to it. I mean, it, the Mississippi River gets a, a lot of discussion. Does, a, does no the doubt. Missouri pour into the Mississippi? It does. It does. They yeah, so does the Ohio. That's why you got to be careful with rivers. But it's still longer. That's why you got to be careful with rivers. But the Missouri Starts. goes into the Mississippi. Well, I know. But or you, the Mississippi goes into the Missouri. No, it's no. Mississippi goes no. all no. the way. I warned y'all about talking about rivers because they all flow together. You got to watch it. Y'all some protective of the Mississippi River. Well. Look, the Missouri, it's awesome. I didn't know it was that big. It's I'm a, you know what? I'm going to educate myself on it, but I, it doesn't take away from the mighty Mississippi. You're talking about the biggest river? The Missouri? And plus, if you're in Mississippi, you can't really put the Missouri River on your flag. It doesn't make sense. No, you can't. Just, Go with your own river. Yeah, the one that's right there right. by you. The mighty Mississippi. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport, we move forward. Updates for you coming up, and we'll get you some of those about Rick and Bubba partnerships and, and merch. I know we, we gave the Rick and Bubba uh, mass came out on Friday. We had them here in the studio. They sold out quickly, uh, but we this is going to be a, you know sadly probably an item we're going to keep long term. So even if you've ordered them, they, they will be back ordered, but they, they will get to you. So if you are looking for the Rick and Bubba mask or any of the new Rick and Bubba merch, it is available at rickandbubba.com. We're also uh, uh, you can catch Rick and Bubba University the podcast from this past weekend. Eric Metaxas was our guest. If you haven't heard or seen that yet. Uh, and Bubba, then this week, and boy, this is, you know, when you start dealing with 
events, and I, I wonder sometimes if we realize the economic impact we're going to have on so many places as events are trying to find their way to take place. Uh, the Gridiron Men's Conference is coming up this weekend, and you know it, it's been moved around and COVID this and COVID that. The city of Huntsville is hosting it for the very first time. Uh, I'm honored to be back again this year with this uh, great lineup of Dr. David Jeremiah, uh, Steve Farrar, uh, Michael W. Smith in concert Friday night. Charles Billingsley will be leading worship. Phil Waldrop and Josh Revis will also be speaking. Uh, and, uh, like I say, I'm honored to be there speaking this weekend as well. We're excited about it, but I get, I'm get i getting a lot of questions. I got up today to emails, so is Gridiron still on? And if it's still on, can you still go? And if we go, what's it going to be like? So we went to the source, Phil Waldrop. Phil, welcome back to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Well, hey, man, I'm doing great. I hope you guys are doing good. Hey, We're good. We're and, good. Anybody having fun trying to have events? <laughs> well, I tell you what, it's a whole new world. I keep trying to find a book somebody wrote on how to do this, and apparently it's not been written. Probably next year there'll be 40 of them written. <laughs> yeah. But uh, there's not a book how to do it, so we're winging it and getting good, good counsels from all of those and, and the CDC and the health department, the city of Huntsville that's worked with us. And gridiron is on, and it is going to be, I think, one of the most powerful gridirons we've ever had. Well, if you look at, you know, they're always powerful. I've been honored to be part of several of them. How many years? Well, when was the very first gridiron men's conference? What year, Phil? Oh, boy. I hate that question. Sorry. A long time ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I'm a forward-looking. No, actually, I think we were in Tuscaloosa when we did the first gridiron and I'm guessing it's eight years ago and probably I'm going to be corrected uh, by the time we get off of this phone call. Yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, it, I think it's about eight or nine years we've been doing it. And then we actually had uh, a smaller men's event called mountaintop men's retreat that we did before that in Talladega. So uh, it's, we've been around a while. And those of you out there and uh, my wife's been part of this. And of course I can't imagine because uh, it is a full blown tour uh, Phil Waldrop Ministries also does Women of Joy, and my goodness, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, how many of those you have every year? You several that you have every year. Uh, uh, yeah, a bunch. <laughs> yeah, how how has that been going? Have you been able to move those around? I know you had to cancel some of those and for the spring. We did. Yeah, we we actually had our first one this past week. We we had one in June. We were able to do one in June in Pigeon Forge, and we just finished one this past weekend in Indianapolis, Indiana. And I, I got to tell you, it was one of the most spiritually impacting weekends we've ever had. Of course, we had all of the CDC guidelines, and everybody kind of thinks that's going to make you miserable, but it really will not make you miserable. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think sometimes being a little bit isolated from others helps the Lord speak to you a little clearly because your buddy can't tell you, you know, can't punch you or uh, snore during it and all that kind of thing. <laughs> and so we really had a great weekend, and, and this weekend I'm convinced is going to be as I said, one of the best because we've got everything in place. People will not be miserable, but they, you know, we, we do have the guidelines, but it's going to be just a, a, a powerful, powerful event, and men don't want to miss it. Yeah, now more than ever. I mean, now, because this, oh. I think people are very uncertain. Uh, we, we have a desperate need for, 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 for godly men. I mean, it's always been a, a huge need. Now more than ever, there there's just so, there's so little leadership. There's all kinds of anxiety and fear and I talk about this all the time. Greg can confirm. I know Bubba and Speedy and the guys, same thing. Mm-hmm. I remember when I was young and, you know, things, you know, I would look around and the thing that always made me feel like, all right, everything's okay because I see dad. Dad's okay. Mm-hmm. He seems to be fine. He's not panicking. Everything must be all right. 
And uh, I think a lot of men want to be that guy right now, but they have no idea how to be it. Uh, they don't really understand what, what does the Bible say about the times that we're living in. By the way, it says quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, right. so if I, if, first of all, if I want to go this weekend, can I still go? Yes, you can. You can go to gridironmen.org, and you can get registered there. You can pick up everything you need the day of, and uh, you can still do that. Or the other thing you can do as well is you can actually register the day of at the, uh, the arena. Now, we prefer you to do it in advance because we have to do some preparation, uh, but that's still possible. But you can go to gridironmen.org. That'll have all the information, and there, there's not any lodging available, so you, you, but you can still get every, all the tickets, everything you need to be there to be a part of it. And, uh, and I agree with you. Can I, can I just say this? One of the things you just said about the need for men to step up is I had a conversation with a young man last week and he is 19 years of age. He loves God with all of his heart, but he said something to me that broke my heart. And I, and I just have to share this. He said, Phil, my dad was not upset when we weren't able to go to church. But he said, my dad has been both mad and emotional when he thought we weren't going to have SEC football. Yeah. And he <laughs> said, I'm trying to determine my dad's priorities. Well, I think, really I, think he, to my dad? I think he just saw what was important to mm. his dad, sadly. Oh, he did. Yeah. He did. And that's what I want men to understand is don't, don't try to flippantly get away from something spiritual. No, you need to man up. We need men of leadership. We need men. And, and again, we don't want to be stupid about our health, but at the same time, there are things we can do. There's CDC guidelines. In fact, the arena seating we're going to be due, uh, the guidelines for arena seating is, is a little bit different. We get to have four seats, then, then there'll be four seats that are banned together, then four seats. So you get to actually sit with your friends. Um, you know, because the idea is if you come on a van together and you stand in a room together, it's probably not going to hurt for you to sit together. And so they, it's set up like that. So the arena will be, uh, we still have some seats available, but we are limited on seats. But the arena will fill up. There will be empty seats throughout. But men will be able to sit with their friends. They won't be totally isolated. We just have to sit in groups of four. Um, and, and, you know, we, we have to wear the mask, that kind of thing. But, you know, getting in, getting out, all those kind of things we'll do. But I think once we get in, I think you'll kind of forget all of that because, I mean, Charles is going to do a great job with music and just the speakers, and we're ending Friday night with Michael W. Smith being there to close us out in about an hour concert of worship that I think is going to be just unreal. So men can still come. We want them to come. If you've been kind of on the border about it, you don't want to miss it. So Michael W. Smith will be in concert on Friday night. Uh, who uh, do you, can you? If you don't want to do that, you can't. Don't have to. Can you tell us kind of the lineup? Uh, I, we know oh, Mike, sure. Mike, Michael W. Smith will be Friday night. Who who speaks Friday night? Well, we'll start off with Josh Weathers, who's a young man from Florida. He's one of the most incredible communicators. Many people have not heard him. Of course, Charles will be doing worship. Charles Billingsley will be doing worship, and then following him, Dr. David Jeremiah is going to speak, and then Michael will close out the last hour just in a time of praise and worship. And then on Saturday, I'm sharing a message God's put on my heart first, Steve Ferraro, and then you're going to close this out. Uh, I, I know with a powerful word, it just brings it all to fruition and just just an invitation time. So I want to encourage people. You know, a lot of guys feel like we've been sitting at a red light. You know, we're trying to live life, but there's a red light. We can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. And I, I think this is an opportunity where you can legally and legitimately, you know, Kind of, kind of the lights turning green, and it's an opportunity for you to do something, to get out of the house, to be involved, and it's just going to be a great experience. And everybody was worried we was going to have Saturday football, 
and it was going to hurt us. Well, there's not Saturday football, no. and so we can we can be a part of it, and and it and just to know that God's going to speak to men because those who have not been to Gridiron, they need to know. You know, it is men talking to men about men stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, and and that's what makes it so powerful, in my opinion. So seats are still available. You you can make the move. You could go ahead if the seat's still available and get it as you come in the arena. We'd rather know now though. Because we'll have your packet yes. for you to pick up. You can sit four together. Then there'll be spacing that another four. Uh, and uh, and of course we we reduce the the size of the the crowd because uh, if you're going to space them out, you you know you got to have empty seats. That'll be there. Mm-hmm. All the different everything else is going to go like it, it normally did. And uh, of course we're going to have the manchurch.com in the lobby. If you're coming there and you're mm-hmm. like, hey, we want to leave here knowing how to plug into a discipleship strategy with our men after they've been challenged. We'll be there with everything that you need in the lobby, and I'll be out there throughout the weekend talking to you and, and have our entire team there. And, of course, I'm honored to be speaking as well. And it all starts this Friday night. So if you if you would like to join us, and I, I want to compliment you guys, Phil, and your ministry for plugging and plugging and plugging and not giving in and just saying forget it, we're just not going to do it this year. Because I, I, I tell you what I think about uh, you know events like this now more than ever. Now more than ever they're needed. You know, you, you, oh, don't, you don't want to take away the very thing that's needed the most. Yeah. Oh, I totally agree with that. In fact, you know, our women, our women of joy, we had a special T-shirt made that said, women of joy is essential. And yeah. that sold out faster <laughs> than anything we've ever done. Right, and because, and I think it's true. I think gridiron is essential as well because it's something we need. We need some encouragement, but we also need some challenge because – uh, I, I'm not real sure what life is going to look like on the other side of COVID. I think our churches are going to uh, going to feel and look different just because so many people, uh, you know, just uh, have gotten out of church. It's going to take a lot of work. I think culturally we're going to be different, and I think we need to be prepared for it because I think it's a great opportunity to share the gospel. It's a great in- uh, opportunity to impact people. But if we're not ready. I, I'm afraid we're going to lose that battle. Yeah, yeah. We we tell men all the time. You know, we give these phrases like "you got to be a spiritual leader right now," but we better tell mm-hmm. show them what that actually looks like. And this weekend, we will agree with that. So, yeah, uh, we Phil, will. it's going to be a great time. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for uh, teaming up with us and partnering with the Rick and Bubba Show and believing in this platform. And uh, I can't wait to be there this weekend. I am stoked. Sounds good. Thanks. We'll a- see you this weekend. All right, Phil. All thanks right. a lot. We'll be right back. Gridironmen.org right now to get everything you need. And we'll see you this weekend. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. This is Jack Nicholson. Guess what? <laughs> You're listening to the two sexiest fat men in radio, Rick and Bubba. I myself call them Richard and Bubsy, but that's another story. 23 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. So over the weekend, you know, we've been talking about the Antifa bunch. Uh, Some of the decisions they're making are going to lead to trouble. Uh, there is some video. Now, keep in mind, the irony of the videos we're about to watch is that part of Antifa is they want anarchy, Bubba. They want no law and order. They want no law and order, no law enforcement. It all must go. But uh, we'll find an Antifa member here today. Uh, apparently, it's good to have law enforcement around if you decide you're going to protest and kick the motorcycle of a motorcycle gang at the Sturgis rally. Uh, uh, yeah, this guy, it, it, the first one's a little grainy, according to... Uh, uh, so here's here's law enforcement trying to be sure that you know the motorcycle festival can can go on its own. And he just kicked 
a, a you see this guy come by on his motorcycle and you see the Antifa guy here kicks the motorcycle and now here comes all the motorcycle people after him now the whole rally oh, is converging on the guy who just kicked somebody's motorcycle and oh, boy. Uh, and, and so you'll see here in this next one uh, law enforcement comes in to take the guy and really protect him from the motorcycle rally. <laughs> so here he is. He's the one the purple hair there. Yeah. Yeah. And, is there language here? Is there language? Should I watch this? I see some purple hair. Right, see, there's oh, the yeah, kick. Yeah. There's the kick. So now you, you see. Oh, wait, law the policeman was right next yeah, to him. You it, can't kick it, it, Look, please look what's converging on him here. Oh, boy. And, I, and now there's law enforcement, look, trying look, to. Tubs oh. there. Yeah, yeah, trying to help the, the protester. Look at begging. Before he gets beat down. <laughs> He's the one that lays on him. Yeah, by, by the. By the looking jarred. Look, so here's a guy who wants to defund the police. I, didn't know I was a deputy there. That, that, is, <laughs> that is saving this guy from the violence of a motorcycle rally. Isn't that something? Yeah, look, now they finally oh, get him here down. There we go. Now it's on. Yeah, now it's on. Now, here's what's so funny. This guy will now complain that law enforcement had to take him down and remove him. When really, if law enforcement had been defunded or had been, uh, you know, uh, done away with, he would have been beat down yeah. by an entire mm-hmm. motorcycle festival. For some reason, my for, dad's there for kicking somebody's motorcycle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I whole know. this whole defund uh, movement, uh, you know, it, and several of our guests have pointed this out. It's just so bizarre. If you think they're really not doing a good job. You don't take money away from them. I mean, you need to go the other way. Yeah. I mean, what if we said in education, look, we're not getting the job done, let's mm-hmm. cut teachers. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. It, it, our it, team it, is not winning the championship, let's cut our payroll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, think yeah. about how silly I know, that is. I know. <laughs> so there he goes, and he needs to be very thankful. I know he's going to tell all of his Antifa friends, look, I had I had to go against the law. No, the law just kept you from being beat down by a motorcycle rally. Right. At least they didn't throw fruit at him. Yeah. Um, Not all right. a mask anywhere. Now, Bubba, we don't know what November is going to be like. <laughs> we just don't know. And we know that there's a big push by the left. They want to do mail-in voting. You know oh, why? Oh, yeah. You no, know why? It's got to happen. It's dangerous. Hmm. Yeah, it's dangerous. Hey, buddy. Well, dangerous. this is where they get in a little bit of trouble. You know, they've, they've declared Fauci to be the greatest, most un- – you cannot question Fauci. There'll be no questioning of Fauci. <laughs> Rick, the great Fauci. The Fauci has spoken. Well, I am Fauci. Now, uh, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the great Anthony Fauci, has said uh, that he sees no reason that Americans can't vote in person for the 2020 presidential election as long as voters follow proper social distancing guidelines uh, amid the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, so he comes out and says, he sees no reason people can't vote in person. Mm-hmm. I'm really sorry, Rick. I didn't know y'all were going to change subjects so quickly <laughs> That's okay. from the Sturgis thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm wearing my Sturgis shirt today. I, I didn't oh, know that. I forgot the about that. Yeah. yeah. And so if I could, just I would like four seconds here real quick. Sure. To the purple-haired guy, don't you ever come at us. Don't you ever come at us, bikers. We will come at you. We will eat you alive. Okay, there you go. That's good. Don't you ever. <laughs> okay, you, you did. Okay. You, yeah, it, you, all right. Us bikers stick together. You're right. And we, we will not tolerate that. No disrespect. <laughs> motorcycle. Wrong. That guy, that guy wasn't driving a girl's motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey. Don't you 
don't you ever say that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> don't you ever. But isn't that the ultimate, though, if you kick a bike? that are, are you, Oh, yeah. Dog, the disrespect. Right. Having purple hair and kicking a motorcycle, that's asking for it. Right. Did you see how quick they were closing that? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They were ready. That was amazing. <laughs> I should have worked on my, my – That's pretty good. Yeah, biker, good. You're talking about your biker like, talk. Yeah, 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 my yeah, biker talk. Mr. Yeah. T there for Did you, you, you solidarity with the bikers, man? Yeah. We yep. stick together. Man. Like b- brothers. Motor oil is thicker than blood. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right, on that one, I'm out. Sorry. I asked your question with that T-shirt on. Do you walk around and act like you went this year too? Yeah, yeah. yeah do you? Okay. Except when I'm, it's going on and I'm not there. <laughs> right, but afterwards. it's ten days long. I mean, wasn't well, it? So you, you could have already been back. That is, I always forget it's ten days. I've yeah. never been. By the way, I would like to go. You just have well, you shirt. wearing a T-shirt? You never even been. I've never been. No, Aaron. Aaron was on a road trip with her. I don't dad. want to be a toughie. <laughs> Aaron was on a road trip you with her hard dad, donkey. and she rode through. The area and picked up the shirt for me, oh so I'm boy. pretty much a poser and a loser, and I guess I'll leave now. Poser, <laughs> see you, poser. Don't you ever. See you, poser. Don't you ever. We stick together. <laughs> Don't you ever. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, before I was interrupted by the motorcycle gang, uh, it looks like Fauci says there's no reason people can't vote in person. So does that mean now is Fauci Uh-oh. an idiot? Do we now hate Fauci? Now, what, why is he saying that? What's he saying? He just Nick? says he, there's no reason. Follow not, the science, Bob. He said there's no reason not to. Yeah. If you just keep your distance and uh, keep your mask on, yeah. is that what yeah. We do certain things. Follow the science, right? Oh. Bubba, back to what you said, though. Remember, now that the, the coronavirus seems to peak and is descending, now, now all the frantic scare tactic people question the numbers oh yeah so, yeah something must be wrong it's not going straight up so <laughs> now so now they'll question fauci even though they've told us to listen to everything he says bubba, Rick and bubba. <laughs> 35 minutes past the hour of the rick and bubba show we are back and we thank you for being with us all form.com Slash Bubba. Uh, now, if you haven't tried this new Rick and Bubba uh, client, it's it's time to do it. Allform.com slash Bubba. They will let you go there and pick out these handmade in America, high quality. Uh, they got chairs. They've got sofas. They've got sectionals, uh, love seats. And uh, you can design it any way you want. I mean, you can go there and pick out the fabric you want. I did mine in leather, of course. Uh, but you don't have to do that. Uh, and they'll even send you fabrics uh, at no no obligation, no charge, if you want to hold it in your hand and look at it before you design your piece of furniture. Uh, and they'll they'll send it uh, directly to you. You can use it uh, and try it out for 100 days, uh, and, and it's got free delivery uh, if you love it, which I, we think you will. You keep it. If not, they'll take it back, and it doesn't cost you anything. And they all come with a forever warranty. Uh, I, I love this. They look great. They're they're they have the spill, stain, and scratch resistant. Uh, you know, no matter no matter what fabric you pick. Uh, so uh, again, you get a full refund if you don't like it. They'll pick it up for free. We we think you're going to love it. So go ahead now. No tools are required to to put it together and have it ready to go. It's really revolutionary. So check them out. All form a l l all form dot com slash bubba will save you twenty percent off anything that you buy. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. 
All right, y'all want to talk sports a minute? So, sports! So, sports! So here we go. A big announcement tonight, Rick. Big big announcement tonight, and that is the SEC uh, schedule. Is that yeah, it? Yeah, one of the few conferences that are still playing. Yeah, they're right. going to just have it like a little show, uh, I think it's But we already Central. know who's ever we playing. Do. Yeah, right. a lot of it's already leaked out. They talked that last Friday. They did a little radio. They announced it on the radio. But I guess the order and, and, and their each schedule of each team is coming. Is They're making well, it official tonight. some people are not happy already. We're seeing reports. Some people are crying favoritism and yep. all that. I don't know how they picked. I mean, after you've already had a schedule and you go from uh, eight to ten teams, you had to add two. I mean, what do they do? Do Because I know they have a rotation they work on. Do you just accelerate that rotation and pick up the teams you would be playing next year? Or do you randomly draw it? How 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 are they doing this? When you look, you, at, you understand my question. Yeah, yeah. Do you, I was going to ask the same thing. I don't know why it wouldn't just be. I don't. I, it does not say if you're on a rotation, and it's going to happen anyway. Then you just accelerate it. Wouldn't that wouldn't that keep it fair? Because that way you're still rotating through all those teams you play. All I know is it's two new games, one on the road and one at home. Yeah, and I, and people like <laughs> Arkansas. Who hadn't won a game in a while. Is going to play Florida, go to Florida, and then host Georgia. Hey. And then Missouri, you talking about the short end of the stick. I know you got a big river and all, but uh, <laughs> at LSU, and then you bring in Alabama. That's their two. Mm. So I'm adding, tough. I'm adding two more SEC games. <laughs> Who did I get? LSU and Alabama. Well, that, there's two teams that I, I don't know it's going to help their betting numbers, you know? Yeah. So that's um, and I think that's what has some of the coaches, Bubba. Back to your point, complaining is there's there they want more transparency on how this was decided, and they're not getting it according to this article that we so we have in front can of we, us. Can we assume Missouri was not scheduled to play LSU and Alabama next year? Correct. They, so they didn't accelerate it. Probably. Yeah. I don't know. No, that I don't, I don't know. know. But that's I would think so. Uh, to, to but I mean, point, everybody can't play Vanderbilt most times. I, I mean, know. you know what I mean? And, I know. You're and there's in... some teams, by the way, that do not play Vanderbilt very well. One is Florida, one is Auburn. They never have I, I will say very this, well. though, Bubba, it does look bad when when Alabama's other one is Kentucky and LSU's other one is Vanderbilt. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like I say, if it was up to me, I wish they played 10 every year. I mean, yes. yeah. I mean, you're yeah. in the conference. Play everybody in the conference. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, so right, Rick. if you, I mean, if you, if you, if you want to, if you want to, you know, if you want to be the best in the what SEC, about shouldn't you pay play as many people in the SEC as possible? Yeah, to prove that you're the best team in the SEC. But anyway, um, so it says to to Speedy's point, it says there just wasn't a lot of clarity and transparency, meaning the conference, on how they arrived and where they uh, where they did on these two extra games. And it rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. The call, which I wish we could have heard, they said got pretty wild. It would have been a great piece of reality TV. <laughs> oh, I bet it was. Maybe they'll play it tonight, right? Yeah, of course. You know, <laughs> not because I got terrible news for you. Unless these games are coming into your schedule early, they're never going to happen anyway. <laughs> yeah, That's a good point. No, we all know that. But uh, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. But so they'll do the official announcement tonight. But the speedy get Greg the, on the line. Let's see what he says. The schedules are already out there. So it, it says here from emailers it's saying that they instead of that accelerating the schedule, instead the SEC went with strength of schedule to determine the next two opponents. Wow. So I don't follow how that. How does that work? They looked Explain at your schedule that. and they said if you've got a weak schedule this year, we're going to make it stronger. Yeah. 
If you got a strong one, we're going to Missouri play. must have had a real week schedule. Yeah, they <laughs> must have. Who are they playing? Who did Arkansas have? I mean, Arkansas plays in the West. Right. So they're going to have every year Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Auburn. Really tough, okay? Teams that are kind of on high notes right now. Uh, you know, the Mississippi schools got new coaches. You don't know what's going to happen there. Yeah. So they got to add who? Yeah. Florida and Georgia. They wow. got the, they got it worse, See, I believe. That does kind of y'all look if if you're already playing in the West, you you and you're Arkansas, you hadn't won a while. I mean, how do you not get Vandy and I don't even know who the other one is. And not be. to mention Bubba. Who was the two weakest hey, teams? Listen to this. They add those two, okay? But they have to play Alabama and LSU back to back weeks. Oh my goodness. Mm. Mm. Hey, first year coach. Hey, I, I hate to quote but Ricky Ricardo, but Lucy, you got some splaining today. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they may have a – I'd yeah. like to know how they did it. I think that's a fair question, so right? I mean, I know, Greg, it's – I mean, he's top-notch. So, there's a there's a reason behind this. Oh, yeah. Commissioner Stanky, I know that was done right. But, boy, stanky? you, you, just, you call just call him Stanky? stanky? <laughs> I, I don't know if y'all are going to be so tight from this point forward. <laughs> Hey, Bubba, I didn't like the schedule either. But that's well, why well, you're a well, sp- yeah. Speaking for Arkansas. <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, I, hey, he's a great guy. Oh, Commissioner Stanky. I think that's yeah. – I'll tell you what, he stank it up. That's the nickname that uh, Missouri and Arkansas just gave him. Yeah. yeah. Stanky leg. <laughs> Sorry, Commissioner. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Speed was so close to getting him on, too. So close. There that goes. But yeah. – um, What? Look, I like old Stanky. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the bad thing. You reckon he got abused by that growing up? Oh, you Bubba can't... brought it all back up. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I can tell you this. I can speak of my Stanky's above board. Yes. He's a good man. Stanky. So anyway. Call uh, him by the first name right for that point. But, but yeah, that. If, they went with, if they went with strength of schedule, that Arkansas thing makes no sense. No, it doesn't. No. Yeah. They, Boy, they, that's a tough to Bubba's draw. point, if you're in the West and you got to add two, then you are to pick up Vanderbilt in Missouri. No offense, but they, neither one of them played play very well. Later. So let me ask you this: Let's flip it around. Uh, if you're Alabama and LSU, and you've got added to Missouri's schedule, um, so Alabama and LSU didn't have a strong schedule, or they had one too strong, so they got to play a weaker team. Would that is that the logic? If the if the strength of schedule thing is true. Then yeah, if you pick up weaker teams, that meant they thought you already had a strong schedule. So they play in the West. So that's how they have a strong schedule. So they need a weaker schedule, a weaker game. I have no. They're just saying there's no but, consistency. But Arkansas Some guy plays there. the same teams that LSU and Alabama play. Well, you're quoting you're quoting the people who said it's been <laughs> inc- just, the, the lack of transparency right. and consistency is alarming. Yeah. Uh, the, according to this Sankey, email, I have a lot of confidence in him. Uh, he's a super guy, but I, I'm I'm trying to understand. That's all. Mm. Yeah, I, I I'm saying that it's it, if you look at it, and this is what's got them all, you know, stirring. Will they, will they explain that? You think probably they'll probably explain all that tonight in the yeah. selection show deal that they're doing because it looks. But, but do you think they'll explain it? And then somebody go, well, based on that, how's this happening? Oh, yeah. nobody. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Well, if you're going to explain it, you got to be careful how you explain it. Yeah, but. The yeah. uh, I would have said I would have said we spun the wheel of teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why do, not just do a blind draw or accelerate the scale? Well, what they probably should have done is is for the transparency, just to open it up, is to have the head coaches on some type of Zoom meeting and and let yeah. them see how they were doing it. You know, uh, but do, he's just saying that some are, are getting their 
uh, advanced opponents, and some aren't. There's no, uh, so, you know. So as Rick, far could as you do a red rover, a reverse red mm-hmm. rover? If you if you finished at the bottom of the league, you get to pick your two teams from the other side, or pick one team, and you go all the you know you rotate through. <laughs> do you think we'll take Vanderbilt, or mm-hmm. or could this be one of those things? And we all know it's possible. I'm not saying it's going to happen. That everything we're talking about is all incorrect, and tonight. They'll come on and, and do the schedules, and we'll go. Well, who told us this was happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's no. Based on based on the last two weeks, absolutely. I, and I'm gonna say this again. About two weeks ago, on a Friday, they released. No, the they schedules. did, Greg. It's right here. I'm That's sitting what I'm here saying. So we're not gonna be surprised. Team. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's not. You, we already know who they're. Well, playing. then why are Speedy saying some people say there, they, there don't, they a, don't have their? That's not yet. right. Yeah, it was the SEC is announcing the 2020 football schedule Monday night in an official. Special that uh, Greg McRoy and others will be on. But are, so they, they've already but are they saying it's any different it, than the one they've already released? Because I'm just they saying did that the, two weeks ago. The story y'all got and the story hey, I'm yeah, looking no, at. The statement was made that some teams claim they don't know who they're playing. But that, I heard that too. But, but that, that wouldn't be true if no, they were released. Unless true. they come that's out and said true. those weren't legit. Because I, I, yeah. I listened to it on the radio and then I got home and I put the SEC yeah. channel on. They had this big and it showed who was playing well, who. Well, yeah, well, now you're back to what I'm saying. If they're doing this tonight, is it possible they'll go, I don't know where y'all been getting this garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I kind of hope they do that. I'll watch it. Yeah, no need to watch it if I already know. We'll come back. Eight six six. We be big is our number. Uh, we have. Royal I think. I think what happened is, is that it says the show's going to break down the SEC football schedule in its entirety tonight. What about Stanky? Is he on there? Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We are back. You can uh, go to uh, rickandbubba.com today and uh, check out uh, the Rick and Bubba store. Uh, Rick and Bubba masks were announced on the program Friday. They are available. They uh, We did sell out the first order, but they were ordering others. So you're back order, but it'll pick up quickly and we'll get those to you. Also, there's a lot of uh, Rick and Bubba and brand new items that have just been put out. The Rick and, Bu- Rick and Bubba tongs. Somebody means business to go along with the great spatulas there. Also, we got a Rick and Bubba jigsaw puzzle, playing cards, uh, Rick and Bubba bucket hat, uh, and we're just going to continue to add new products as we go through Christmas. And I think you're going to enjoy some of the stuff that are that's still to come. All right. So before we get into phone calls, and we can eight six six we be big. Back to the Big Ten now. Justin Field says he has started a protest. Uh, quarterback for Ohio State. I mean, here he is going to be robbed of this season. I don't see this thing where they keep saying we're going to play in the spring. Can someone tell me how? You, you can't play football in the spring and then turn around and play it again next fall. I, I just don't see how that's possible. Uh, but anyway, they, they, you know, it's almost like people well, say – Justin Fields is not this, going to do that because he's going to the NFL. Right, so they're saying that you're robbing me yeah. of a year that was is going to cost me a ton of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I mean you – know, well, Him and Trevor Lawrence are going top five to ten anyway. He's going to be fine on the money. What he's doing, he's going to call – this protest, he's bringing a lot of guys in that's not going to – be affected by that money well yeah but you go back to you go back to i know he's not in the same situation that burroughs was in but to, i mean it can go either way you can get hurt and it costs you money i understand that but, but i would but, say his hype going into this year is much higher than burroughs was i heard someone somebody that follows all this say that him and trevor lawrence will be a top 10 quarterback when the draft comes up whether they play or not no i agree yeah with that. yeah i agree i agree, I agree. But, I agree. But, but i'm I agree. A, but i know how it works too 
the agent is going to go in there to the team and they're going to say, well, we didn't see him play. Uh-huh. I mean, we want him, but I mean, we're going to draft him. But gosh, I don't know, man. You know, we, I, what I'm saying is you can't really go in and demand a certain amount of money if you don't have a season. You can go back and say, well, last yeah. season, yeah. I, you know how it works. I, I'm not, I, I, I totally get what you're yeah. saying. But if I'm sitting there and I got to pay you and I want to yeah. pay you the least amount I can to still get you, you don't have as much leverage with me if you didn't play at all. Yeah. Now, Trevor it, Lawrence, he he can look back and say the last yeah, year it's yeah, fine. He's yeah, going number I, I, one either way. Yeah, no doubt. But but uh, and but I it, don't think Fields can do anything to surpass that. But it's just uh, it's just uh, them not being able to play this year. I understand their frustration. So there's all kinds. And now we've got a University of Michigan cardiologist who questions flawed data relied on by Big Ten to cancel <laughs> the season. Remember, the Big Ten tried to come out and play drama queen by saying. We just can't. I mean, this, this this disease and the damage it does to people's hearts. I mean, we just can't expect to get out there and play football. We're, we're the ones that are taking the high roads to rest of these barbarians and making these kids play. Uh, and uh, and then Bubba with little Scott Frost on Friday, which slayed me. Yes. There's a University of Michigan cardiologist. Of course, he probably loves the Wolverines, and he can't wait for Big Blue, and he can't believe he's being robbed of it. Uh, look, football fans, they, they, they're, they're cling to this is big. He's questioning the data that's used by the Big Ten to cancel it. He said it could be reasonable to cancel, just not on the basis of this paper, which is highlighted extensively, meaning they use this as their reasoning. And he says, I I believe this paper has questions. I'm not sure that it is reliable on what it says. He says uh, they're they're retweeting uh, gibberish, and uh, and he said this is not a, a trustworthy piece that's been done on the heart uh, being affected by COVID nineteen, uh, he says it's um, it, it. They could have come up with a a better reason. They're trying to hang on this reason. If this is your main reason, he said, then I question you shutting down the season uh, because there's bad stats, uh, lots of moderate to severe infusions. Uh, he said in the control, as far as the experiment, they said they did. Uh, bottom line is you've got a cardiologist who loves the Wolverines, and he's there at the <laughs> University of Michigan. And he said, and if y'all want to cancel the season, that's fine, but you shouldn't use this paper because it's unreliable. Well, it is. Rick, the, the numbers have been all over the road. Again, the, the top expert in the world predicted 2.2 million deaths. That number's been totally wrong. Mm-hmm. Everything it seems like that we have been relying on seems wrong right now. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Well, How, it, how do you know? You, you don't. We, we do know this. Every day that goes by, we have better numbers on how many people tested positive if you believe the test is accurate. And we do know this, how many people have died, if you think the hospitals are reporting it correctly. Right. So, uh, you know, we, we have a general we have a general stats on it, and right now your chances of dying from it are very, very small. Could you get sick? Yes. Is it is it contagious? Yes. There's a lot of people that are asymptomatic, which may mean they didn't have it to begin with. We just don't know. The testing is flawed. My gosh, it's just one flaw after another. Well, and you, and you sent out the CDC numbers. I mean, this is their own numbers. It uh, gives us numbers exactly. I'm looking right. for it right now okay. in the uh, – let's see. I might confine it was You sent it in the group. Too, what too, hurts the Big Ten, is. as you've heard. There it is. There she is. So here's the CDC's numbers, okay, which we I guess we can go by them, and we don't even know how accurate well, they it's, are. Well, it's, Rick, it's our it's – our, uh, in our country, the people who are supposed to be watching after the health. They so, control disease. Yeah, right. we, we, we got to go with their – they are the starting point. This is not Rush Limbaugh's figures. All no, right. right. No. All right, so totally t- total tested people, over 47 million. I won't give you the exact 
quote. Out of the 47 million, nearly 43 million came back negative. Okay. Right. Which 90, is a 90%. 90% of the people tested have come back negative. I'm going to say that again. 90%. That's a big number. Uh, the positive rates at 9.24%. Uh, so, so out of over 100 people, basically nine people test positive. Okay. So we've had over 139,000 deaths as of this, this They're coming all out. important, but this is a numbers game. Right. So we're, we're so the death rate of the positive test, 3.2%. Uh, death rate as a whole is uh, 0.30% of people who, um, I'm not sure what that bottom one means. I guess on the age, uh, the percentage if you're younger than a certain age, I guess. But here's the bottom line. The population of the United States is 331 million. The mortality rate overall, top to bottom, 0.04%. Chance of not dying from COVID-19 from the CDC is 99.96%. Wow. I'm going to – I don't have the other numbers to in the column next to it to compare it, but I'm going to say that your chances of surviving and not dying from COVID, that 99.96 number, is a whole lot higher than a lot of other things we do every day. Yeah. Driving and, a and car. It go, and it goes back to what John MacArthur flying said. Flying on a plane, does, doing whatever, whatever. Does this death rate – Just having the flu – does this death rate warrant not having church in person? He said no. Does this death rate not warrant shutting down, fill in the blank? Uh, it's, it, it is. I think that we're going to – now we're finding out, oh, well, hey, man, the antibodies, you're only immune for 90 days. Now they've come out today and said no. Longer than that. It's much longer than that. Yep. So we're going to have to live out our lives with COVID-19 as part of our life and us take individual responsibility for ourselves. But the shutting down of all these mass things – the science, which we've been told to follow, does not warrant it as far as the mortality rate. Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant dudes. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba, all here for a brand new hour. Welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together for 26 and a half years, rocking mic number two, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Bill Bubba Bussy. Hey, Bubsy. Rick, glad to be here. What an honor and a privilege it is. Yeah, isn't it funny when Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, they, they stole this and made their own song about it? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things when, you, when somebody steals a song and makes a parody out of it, and you're like, wait a minute, isn't that? Wait a minute, I know this song. So uh, this a uh, couple things to, to cover, and, and uh, Speedy brought this up. Speedy, is he, he going to be our lip reader? Who's going to be our lip reader? Yo, Hems is pretty good at uh, you know callers that we can't understand. Yeah. I, I've got some skill in that. Yeah. Speedy, you know, has so many skills. Yes, yeah. Do you think Speedy's probably stuff? the best? I would say lip, so. lip, lip yeah. reader. I think Hems and Speedy together, Mike. Mm-hmm. Could, dig it out yeah what we've done is we try to minimize the number of people in the studio and you know we're still 
doing the Wednesday Bible study online only. Haven't had that. We, we Rick and Bubba University, we tried that, had a spike. We, we shut that down. So we, we don't let anybody in the studio other than just the show members right now, and, and hopefully that will get better as we're going forward. So the tubers had a, uh, a weekend something uh, at one of the state parks. We're not even sure exactly what it was. And a tuber is someone who watches us solely on YouTube and watches it mainly live. Right? Do we, do we consider archive people tubers? Uh, don't, you, don't you have to be in the that's chat? That's a question for the tubers, Rick. A, I don't want to step out there. Yeah, that's, they, that's, they their, the that's their own club, got their own Facebook page. I'll let them make that decision. Yeah, and so uh, John, John, uh, Johnny Cooper is outside. He's a tuber. I think he's called Biggie Rat on, on uh, Biggie Rat. Biggie Rat. Wait, so yeah. we're going to interview John through the glass? Yeah. Because yeah, okay. we're, we're afraid of Reed COVID. So can't, we can't get him any closer. So we're going to have that's Speedy oh, read his lips. Glasses. And we're going to ask him questions, and because Speedy can't go out there to him with the mic, you oh, can't do yeah, that. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, I mean, he could put his Rick and Bubba mask on, but still. It, it, so we're going to talk to John Cooper, who is a COVID ni- COVID nineteen survivor. He sure yeah. is. He gets the new Rick and Bubba bumper sticker. I beat COVID. I, uh, I just got one. What do you say, Speedy? Y'all, y'all know you're crazy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We know that. Nothing new there. Try to translate right. what John's saying through the glass, right. yeah, so we can right. be safe. I right. like it. So, Speedy, ask him how the Tuber convention went this past weekend. How did the Tuber convention go this past weekend? It went, went really, really well. well. Okay, yeah. I saw that. I did, yeah. too. Yeah. Now, John can hear us. I was going to say, Speedy, you Speedy don't have doesn't to have mouth. to translate to him. Yeah, right? You're not talking to a no, four-year-old no, either. I was going to wait for Speedy. <laughs> Speedy like that. I was going to tell him, and then he was the only one coming out. Yeah, there. No, yeah. <laughs> what, Greg? What are you saying? What did he um, just say just then? Because he went on a paragraph. Just right, so what did you say? Say it again, Coop. We were busy. We, we were the naked guest of in honor. the woods. What? Is that swapping what you sugar. We I thought I saw swapping the sugar in there. Huh? <laughs> we were pantsless. What? Guest what? of I mean, honor. Oh, guest of honor. I have what? Chiggers. Oh. <laughs> Gary, Gary the Builder. Oh was yeah, guest of oh, okay. honor. Okay, good. Yeah, Gary's yeah, been, I got been it. busy Gary's been all weekend, a tough time. Yeah. rolling in the hey. leaves. No, no, no. no. That's not it. I thought no. he said, "What are the symptoms for Rocky Mountain?" No, okay. <laughs> I, no, Wait a minute. All right, Anything so. else happened? Skinny <laughs> dipping. What else happened? John, how many were there? Twelve. One for each travel group. Right, right. Twelve. That's so it was. Good. It was a leadership meeting. <laughs> Did you meet a lady? Did you meet a lady friend? Oh, here he goes. No. Look, look at Cope. Oh, oh, that, this isn't on out there. No. She, it, oh. Yeah, yeah. He the can. Mic, the, the, this mic getting on out. Oh. There. Did you, Eric Cope? Did you meet a lady friend? Put him That's in. That's what he's great. asking. Yeah. Did you? Can meet, you put him in? Do we want to? Four. Because yeah. no. he's not out no. there. Oh, we don't worry about it. For By the way, the other day, you remember when everybody was outside pointing, and we thought they were talking about the commercials. My mic was four was out. They were saying oh, they that'll do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We were just telling them, well, you, you really didn't own. We never did. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> we, we know that. It's a little loud out there, to be honest. It is. It I is. love it to be loud. I right. like it loud. We, we bumped I, it I, up. I'm kind of like Gene Simmons. I yeah. love it loud. Ask him what the highlights of the weekend were. He like can hear you now. Now, oh, okay. Yeah. What were the highlights of the weekend? <laughs> food. Lots of food. Food. Lots oh, of grilling food. out. What kind of food? Barbecue. Who? Pull pork. Pull pork. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? You made it. Hold on, I can't. I'm laughing. What'd you say? What'd you say? Pull pork, barbecue, what? Who? Potato? Potatoes. How Potato. many beers did you have, John? <laughs> I thought he said something else. Any brewskis? Had... Yeah, he said he had he four. Did a, he did oh. a hand motion, Greg. Okay. I didn't see what it was. 
do you are you all, who, who all came, John? Who who were the twelve? Oh, no, name all twelve. By the oh way. no, I want him to. That's a hard. Oh, it's that Pepper it's, Jane. Pepper Jane. Who? Pappy James. Bubba. <laughs> Papa. What makes it right? <laughs> this is so good. So we're interviewing him through the glass. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Try one more time. Bama. <clears throat> Bama. Bama. Booger. Mark. Booger was there. Stanky. <laughs> I get nothing on Peanut. <laughs> oh, yeah, Greg Stanky. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> Who else? You're killing me, he said. Okay, well, that's fine. Was anybody, afraid, was anybody afraid to hug you because you're a COVID-19 survivor? Yeah. No. Did you wear a mask? No. Did you run through the woods at any point? No. No, but there was a triathlon – while they were there. So people you were it? running through the woods. Did you get in it, John? <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, look at me. <laughs> hey, was, was it hotter than nine hails? <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. he says yes. Did y'all social distance? Wear masks? No. They Where, did, was no. it like a multiple-day event? Did, Just one a day? one day? One day. So one you day didn't or? wear a mask, John? You know, you had COVID-19, right? Yeah, you should be like... But he's over. He's I don't it. think John I know, made but... Yeah, but he didn't... Either. Yeah, I think John made it up. You, but the mask think he made it up. You've been over, I didn't say that. He says you've been over it for three <laughs> <takes> weeks. <laughs> 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 Have you been tested again, John, just to be safe? No, he okay. says not, no. Okay. Do you feel it? Do you feel How much it? to go shake John's hand? <laughs> <laughs> Of all the danger things we talked about, <laughs> you'll shake hands with Dan. <laughs> Four fingers and thumb. I think you would shake hands with John on this because I know your your price. Oh, well, I think John's in the clear. You, I think you do that for a hundred bucks. Oh, one fifty, no yeah. doubt. Do you no feel doubt. better now? Yes. No problems. None. Was did you get your socks wet? You even had to go back to work. Yeah. <laughs> John, was there was there any problems? Was there was there any problems this weekend, or did it go smooth? <laughs> It Let's went smooth. Move. Did you wear those black socks all weekend? <laughs> Greg no. said, did you get them wet? You didn't get them wet, did you, John? <laughs> <laughs> draw up. <laughs> huh? Oh, he's cussing now. He what now? He did. I saw that. I, 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 he did wear a Hawaiian oh, shirt. shirt. Oh, okay. But then oh. took it off. Right. No. <laughs> 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 shirtless, shirtless only. <laughs> Greg now has a new surname, Chester. All right, the... <laughs> um, so, are, are did you got? You've been here. Why? Why are you still here? Like, it, it got bad vacation, news. It's vacation. over. Vacation. Okay, because okay. you. I thought you might have done it over the weekend. Was this? Was this the Rick and Bubba version of Burning Man? <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. That's good. That's good. Where are you headed next, John? Yeah, John. What was He's that symbol home. you just made with Vulcan? your hands? I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was was a. Uh, <laughs> I was headed to the Vulcan after that. Yeah. Did, did, did. Well, you want to hit all the hot well, spots. You're, you're right here uh-huh. by him. Did Fomolik show up? Yeah, what about Fomolik? Was, was T there? Was T there? <laughs> no. What? Oso? Was Oso he there? He wasn't no, there. Oso? Mm-mm. Were you disappointed that there weren't more of the tubers there? He, oh, there you were disappointed. I, I was it hot? I mean, Rick's already asked if it was hot, yeah. but did y'all stay well, how I think late John scared you off with his COVID. <laughs> Did yeah. y'all spend the night, or was it just an all-dayer? When a guy with COVID sends out the invites, it's yeah. going to limit the party. I got, you know? one, I got one more thing I want to ask you. That's a pretty good crowd. Though. Are you yeah. considered a tuber if you watch an archive or strictly live and have to be in the chat room? 
Well, that's a tough question. I'm not sure he says. Y'all hadn't decided. I mean, do you see the archive people who don't participate in the chat room as kind of secondary tubers? It kills me. You're a tuber talk. if you're in the chat room. Okay. You're a tuber. Okay, so no matter what. Okay, okay. Right. Uh, uh, that's kind of the line. Right. <laughs> well, that was a heck of an interview. It was. Thank you, John. Thank you, Coop. Thank you, Coop. Good job, buddy. He brought, he brought you a pair of them socks. <laughs> Well, you need them now, so you, you, now you're going to be a granddaddy again. That's true. Oh, I'll wear them with some sandals. You might as well give in now. 16 minutes past the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Come on, 21 minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. 30 seconds to pop. Lines are available, and Helmsy will sit down behind the old phone screening computer, and he's taking your phone calls. Hello, Rick and Bubba Show. This is, this is Helmsy. How may I help you? And he'll get you lined up, ready to go. At the end of 30 seconds, Buzzer will sound. This is our first phone troll today. And uh, you can make a comment, ask a question, bring information to the table. Not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Right here will happen. An instant buzzer if you make those, one of those two mistakes. That's a penalty. And uh, we'll move on and let the next person up. Bubba has a timeout as well as Speedy. Uh, and Helmsy's on the phone, so we'll start with Carolyn or, uh, or Caroline and Huntsville, 100.3 The River. Is it Carolyn or Caroline? Which way do you want your name pronounced? Oh, it's Caroline. You Caroline? can't get that wrong. Okay, Caroline. Right. Caroline, go ahead. 30 seconds. Oh, you're wrong. So I want to know what the opposite of a Karen is because I think I found her and she needs a name. So what does it mean? If I'm if I'm a 180 from a Karen, does that mean I'm So you have Karen anything and Ken goes? and you're asking what the, hey, we don't care about anything. Yeah, mask pulled down to your beard. Big, you know, loud, doesn't care if anybody's wearing a mask, doesn't care how close anybody is to you. You call that a Greg. Yeah, that's a Greg. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because I'm so paranoid about being a Ken or a Karen now. Even things that bother me, I won't say anything. Like I walked out the other day and there's like a no smoking sign outside our studio right above a guy's head who's sitting there smoking. And the whole hall smells like a cigarette. And I thought to myself... I'm not going to say anything because I'm so anti-Karen and Ken. I know. And you really didn't want him smoking. I didn't. And I, I thought, my goodness, can you not read? And I thought that'd be kind of smart elky. And I just didn't do anything. I just whirled on and thought, you know what? I, I just, I, I get, you know, and underneath my mask, I, I mumbled freedom. Remember, isn't it amazing? The, the time <laughs> when we grew up with freedom, when we grew up and everybody smoked. Freedom. And didn't notice it. Everybody. Yeah, but now if one person's smoking, it's like there's a huge fire in front of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the smell is just in, – in the old days, we never even looked up. You know, I've noticed – Even if you weren't a smoker. You know, and you never can. Hollywood's – Y'all, we had a smoking hall in high school. It had a yellow line around it. You had to have a sign form for your parents. Yeah. And it looked Which like – says a lot right It there. looked like the building was on fire over I know. there. Yeah, ours was outside. Ours was, we, had, we had smoking grounds. <laughs> well, it, Yeah, and, but we did. It was in a shady area, but I mean – But you remember sitting in waiting rooms at the doctor's office oh, or uh, office buildings anywhere. They all had ashtrays, yeah. so people burned one. But I've noticed Hollywood, who's terribly inconsistent anyway because it's emotion-based and agenda-driven, they, they 
they act like smoking, they're against it. But their movies, every movie you watch now, if it's modern at all, they glorify smoking. Have you ever watched they, the they, they do the camera shots with all the smoke coming up through people's noses and all that, and they think it's sharp? <laughs> Have you ever watched when they list the things like nudity language, they'll list smoking? That's really and that, Yeah, they'll say that? smoking. Let's go to uh, Billy. Billy in Alabama. Billy! Billy! Hey, hey how's it going, guys? Good. Good. I just called to give you a little bit of a story from around here. Uh, we had a young man in our community that tested false, or excuse me, false positive on a COVID test. They put him in a hospital. I won't name the hospital. They've kept him over four weeks. Four out of the five tests they gave him came back negative. Well, during that time, they pumped him full of morphine and Ativan and basically seen him on out of this world. And on the death certificate said he died from COVID. How how much of this stuff is actually going on in these hospitals? Now, you're suggesting, I got to be sure we get what you're suggesting. Why was he hospitalized if he was testing negative? Yeah. It was a false positive oh you're saying he tested positive but he was but asymptomatic if you're if you're not oxygen levels are okay they don't right. put you in the hospital they're not going to put you i don't believe they put you on morphine at no, that that's point what I'm dude. that's what i'm saying it, it, he tested false positive like a false okay print. well let's but just say okay symptoms. okay sir wait a minute though let's just say that they say he okay they're they're saying okay you got covid but you're saying it's a false positive so he didn't have he didn't have the condition. He didn't. Ha- he Oxygen wasn't showing. Low. He wasn't showing the 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 things of having the disease. Why would he be in the hospital? So why would they put him in the hospital? One, two. Why? I've never heard of morphine being part of the treatment at all. Hey, exactly. I don't know if he had the sniffles or stomach virus or what, but they gave him four more tests that proved negative. But Billy, I got to go back to this. Billy, we, Billy we, you you understand some of what you're saying is not making sense to Billy, us. Billy, right? it makes no sense here's, to me. Sir. Here's, <laughs> oh, okay, I got that. Let me say I this back. Let me say this back to you, and you say no, mm-hmm. Rick. That's incorrect. All right. Here's what I think you said, and then you correct me if I'm wrong because I want there to be clarity. I had a friend that tested uh, positive on one test. They did four more after that that said negative, but they still kept him in the hospital because of the one positive. And while he was in the hospital for four weeks, they began to give him morphine and eventually killed him. Is that what you said? Morphine and Ativan. But why? I mean, that has nothing to do with COVID. Neither one of those tied to. That is a question that only the good Lord can answer. Is all I can do. Now, whoever Uh, gave it to him could probably answer that. uh, Let me ask you this, sir: Where where are you getting your information from? A family member of the man. (laughs) Now, you. But am I right on the test? There was one positive, then four negatives. Do I have that right? Out of five tests, four of them were negative. So I have that right. And they kept him anyway yeah. for four weeks. And eventually, oh, yeah. And eventually gave him morphine and this other thing you said, and, and, yeah, he, and, and he died. Yes, sir. He perished, and they put on the report that he died from COVID. Okay. All right. Thank you. Hmm. That sounds – I'm going to put that over there with – I was waiting in a – Sir, I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say I don't trust your – story but it just is so far out there it's hard to believe now because I just think, there, I think positive, they don't put you in the hospital i think there's overhype there's 
political politics. I can't say the word now. There's politics in all this. There's big profit in all this. Um, there, you know, but I just don't think they're getting people and killing them intentionally with morphine and stuff that haven't heard it treated with morphine or out of it. Now I understand morphine if you're in pain d- in desperate situation. But there's a that's a far cry we're, from we're being asymptomatic to that. We're missing something in this right. story. There's right. a piece of information. Yeah, I mean, you under, that, sir. Missing. I hope you understand why we're no. Look, and and he sounded like he was too. But I think I will got tell confused you, confused in the retelling of it. Yeah, I, I think so too. If that happened, you need to contact authorities. Yeah, you want to keep me over here in the why are we demonizing hydroxychloroquine? I'll play there. You want to keep me over here with the numbers that we read are not necessarily accurate. I'm there. Hey, we're labeling people that died. With COVID as opposed to of COVID, I'll stay in that game. But putting somebody in the hospital for four weeks with four negatives and one positive and killing them with morphine, that one, yeah, it just, maybe he means they had something else. They never could identify what it was, but they called it corona. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. There, Bottom of the hour. something there just doesn't seem right. We only took one call, so we'll take yeah, more. We'll two calls. We'll take yours to come back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we're back. 35 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Loving what? the emails on the ear 20. Hey, those of you that are getting the E25 earbuds, thank you for sending these. Uh, love hearing. I love them, you know, but, you know, sometimes we. We, we may not be the final source. Do you guys love these products that we're talking about? And you are loving the E25s. Uh, you can get yours right now by going to buyraycon.com slash Bubba. That is going to get you 15% off your order of these premium wireless earbuds. And the great thing about them is it's the best model yet. Six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, compact design, which I love, makes it more comfortable in your, in your ear. And it also uh, isolates the noise. Uh, so you're, you want to hear only what you want to listen to. So if you want to know what the, uh, the hype is all about, you can go to buyraycon.com right now, uh, slash Bubba. That's getting you 15% off. And they're already priced at about half what the others want you to pay, uh, that are, that are in the, at the same, you know, quality, the, the other premium brands. This is premium, about half the others, E25 earbuds, buyraycon.com slash Bubba and enjoy the listening. Uh, and those of you that are already telling us about it, thank you so much for that. Uh, Greg, Tim in Kentucky. Uh, Tim, go ahead. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you? Oh, doing good. So what, what, what's your story? Okay, so I deliver. Uh, I do on, I'm on a delivery route, and one of the managers at the store was telling me that his girlfriend and her dad went to the hospital to get tested for the virus. Well, they filled out all the information, you know, when you go in, and – they got tired of waiting in line to get seen. Well, see, see. God, don't that his dad got tested for the virus. Uh, your phone cut out. Say they went and filled oh. out the paperwork and what? Uh, he got a phone call a couple days later, saying that he got test or he got positive for the virus. He tested positive for the virus, and he didn't even take the test. Really? And who was this? You know him first time? Did he get tired of waiting? Yeah, it's uh, one of the managers at a store that I delivered to. 
it was his girlfriend's father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're hearing a lot. We're hearing that a lot. Uh, yeah, wow. Ronnie yeah, in Mississippi. Yeah, Ronnie, a whole lot. Heard that? Ronnie is a hospice uh, nurse, and he can help us with the other call. Friend of mine. Ronnie, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so they, they may be related to those uh, folks that keep uh, leaving and get tested. Must be. But uh, anyway, on, uh, on the morphine and out of there, that's called comfort measures in the hospice world. And typically they're only given towards the end of life when the patient has absolutely, you know, yeah. They they've quit all regular measures. So I, I've been a nurse for 22 years. I can promise you that that patient had another illness, cancer, pneumonia, something else. They they didn't just give them morphine and ativan just because they had one positive one positive COVID yeah. test or negative. So I'm, yeah. I'm calling my bull crap a meter. Well, yeah, because he 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 basically was saying they gave <laughs> this patient that, and it's what killed him. But actually, as you said, as no. we've heard many, many times, you don't get that until you're you're right on death's door anyway. Well, in all fairness, Absolutely. in all d- fairness to the caller, you call the show. We do it every day. It seems like nothing to us. You get on the air. What he probably meant, based on what you're saying and others, is that they labeled him a COVID death when that's not what killed him. Is what he meant to say. Yeah, he, he, he meant to a, say another, that, he was terminal somehow. They mm-hmm. they already had tested him four times negative, only one time positive. But when he passed right. away from whatever yeah. killed him, yeah. they labeled him as a COVID death yeah, when that's, that's right. not what killed him. It's mm-hmm. probably what he was trying to say. Yeah. Because if he's, yeah, in, that, if he's yeah. in that situation, you're right. Yeah. They're probably escorting yeah. him out of Something, this world. But it, it turned to the morphine became the discussion. Yeah. Right. It sounded like yeah. he came in with no other problem, but he thought he had COVID, and they put him in morphine and killed him. And that's, right. not, that's not what yeah. he meant. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that was a miscommunication from one person to another, but here is a post that somebody has sent me they think involves this story, and they have the wife claiming he had severe lower back pain. I was trying to get hit the pain controlled, and when I put him in the hospital because of COVID, I couldn't be in there with him, and before I knew it, uh, they this is what they were doing to control the pain, and he never came back out of the hospital again, and uh, oh, wow. that he wasn't terminally ill. That she knew. That may, that maybe they got in there and hmm. and found out he had a worse situation. Wow. Uh, they they said they insisted he had a positive test, even though he was asymptomatic. And then we tested him four more times and he was negative. Uh, so I wasn't allowed to go in there. And yeah, that's true. And she's saying my husband never came back. She's saying be careful giving up putting somebody in the hospital yeah. right now because once they yeah. get in there, you lose all control. Mm. That's true, and that's that's the thing. You, you, you're well, not allowed to back to you know to help and or give you know. Well, see, that's background. that's a disturbing story, uh, but it's it's way different than what was presented a minute ago. It was, yeah. No, this I really believe that guy just was trying to. Yeah, his right. his bottom line was more COVID misinformation, and exactly. we, you know, and I've had some people say that people who are the labeled on deaths that are not really tied to COVID. There's other people that die that maybe were COVID. They're basically saying the CDC numbers, which still are down to 99.96% that you will survive COVID, they almost say all the stuff you're getting that's not accurate, Mm -hmm. and then the stuff you're getting that's not accurate on the false and the negative side, that really it all kind of washes washes itself out. out. And and that's that's not a bad point. I don't know if it does or not. We've got some really big COVID-19 news I'll share with you after this phone trial. We'll do it next segment. Let's go to Keith in Tuscumbia. Keith, go ahead. Yes. What's going on, guys? Hey, how about it, man? You go ahead. 
I just I got one of those COVID stories. My dad, uh, he went in for a pacemaker, and he never came home. He uh, he they let him aspirate. He he went through the surgery. We talked to him. Everybody got to talk to him, of course, on the phone. Wow. Uh, and he aspirated uh, that night mm-hmm. and wound up on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And they give they he he went through three. They give him three. COVID tests, three negatives, and they were fixing to send him for rehab because he was 76 years old. You know, he wasn't in real good health uh, as far as uh, uh, as far as that goes. But, uh, but yeah, and they were giving him, he was, they were giving him pain medication, and, and we do not know why. Because I called, we could FaceTime him. They had an iPad up there, and we could FaceTime well, it was late, and I got a six-year-old daughter that, that he, that's his granddaughter that he thanks the world of. And uh, me and her called one one afternoon. It was nine thirty, ten o'clock, and uh, she said, "This is how we knew that that he was getting pain medication." Uh, the nurse uh, called the desk, and she said, "Yeah, I asked could we, you know, Facetime my dad?" And uh, she said, "Yeah." She said, "I'll get with his nurse." And we'll hold off on his pain medication until uh, after you you mm. call. But she said he he probably won't even know that. Uh, and I know this probably sounds scattered. I'm nervous, but uh, uh, but we did call. Uh, he heard my little Chloe is her name. He heard her voice, and he turned and looked at her and called her by name and told her he loved her. Mm. And that was the last he died the next day. He was in there. Uh, he was in the hospital a couple of weeks. Uh, he was on a respirator a couple of different times on two separate occasions, come off of it the first time. Uh, but you're saying he was given up. pain medicine uh, as well? Yes, sir, he was, and we do not know why. They called us They called us the day he died. Uh, they called us and told us if they wanted to see him, that they would let us come up there, that he was, he was pretty much... You know, he was pretty much gone. Or he was gone. He wasn't going to make it. We had we got up there. Me, my brother, and my mother. Uh, you have to go through all this paperwork when you go in the door of the hospital. Uh, then you have to answer all kinds of questions. We got up there. You put all this hazmat stuff on. You're covered from head to toe. You go in this separate room that that separates the actual the rooms where the COVID patients are at. Yeah. And 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 you sanitize or whatever. And by the day we done all of that, they escorted us back out of there to the desk where where in the where everybody was at. And fifteen minutes later, the doctor come out and said that he had he had passed away. Hmm. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's a tough terrible. situation to be in. Any time, it's even tougher in these conditions. Hmm. Kendra in Mississippi. Kendra, go ahead. I just wanted to say that um, adamantium morphine can be used to treat anxiety and restlessness if you were to be intubated. So if you're finding treatment, the doctor could order um, something like that to treat that. And you know what, as a family member who has had a person in um, a facility that has not been able to see her, I would like to tell all of you family members to keep nurses accountable and be responsible for your loved one's uh, care as well, because you need to know what's going on. And so as a nurse, um, we don't, I mean, that's that's what we want you to do. We want you to be involved in their care because you hold us accountable as well. 
Yeah, well, thanks for that. You're right. And uh, so she's saying if you're having a hard time being incubated, like you're freaking out or whatever, they might give it to you to calm you. I don't know. I've had morphine when I was having the, uh, the before I had to have my gallbladder taken out. And let me tell you, it is a friend if you're in pain or, or you're worried about anything. You, you won't worry about it anymore. We'll be back 15 minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. It is nine minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, UPS, uh, I'm sorry, U.S. Postal Service is warning that 46 states, they cannot guarantee mail-in ballots will arrive in time for the election. Oh, shocking. Uh, you know, uh, the... Uh, Are we, we had, bailing out the post office again? Well, we had the story that, uh, you know, Trump was kneecapping the post office. Mm-hmm. No, they, they actually have a bunch of money that haven't even been used yet. Right. But the demos are wanting to... to him to bail out the post office and a whole bunch of other things too and he said no you have to send me a clean post office we're going to deal with these one at a time we're not playing all that of course they're screaming he's kneecapping the post office. yeah and now they're saying this is going to be another way they're going to say well so he don't want mail in voting see look he yeah, went in pelosi's it. calling everybody back for an emergency on it mm-hmm. yeah, she, oh, look yeah. at you over it's all about the post office yeah. Yeah. Not, coming on when in. y'all told me the other day that she was 80 is that right mm. is that correct she's Who, nancy yeah yeah i think so oh, i think at least yeah well all, all this John MacArthur update we had today too. Uh, people were reminding me that he's eighty-one. Hmm. So, um, so Rick, some big news I think uh, today. It actually came out over the weekend. Uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration issued an emergency use auth- emergency use authorization. Watch out to Yale School of Public Health for its new uh, direct sampling uh, COVID test from saliva. How about that? Uh, here's the beautiful thing too. It is. Uh, it doesn't require any kind of special equipment. Uh, it doesn't have to be in a special container. It just has to be in something sterile. Good, good, and good. you don't have to send it to a special lab as long as you follow their protocol. They said any lab can do the test. Boom. So that ought to be a game changer if, if it's it works. Accurate. Yeah. If it's accurate, that yeah. ought to really help. Coop's now calling from outside. Coop, what, Coop. what do you want now? I want to know. Here's, here's what I want to know. Okay, Friday y'all let Kelly in. Yeah, she was bringing store. us some from, masks from the right. Rick and Bubba store with the new Rick and Bubba mask. Yes, right. and I and I appreciate the mask, by the way. Evidently, very not. much. They sold out in an hour. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. <laughs> she and I had a had a conversation. Watch it. And I understood her to say that she and um, was it her sister or brother and. Brother-in-law or whatever. Now you're making stuff up. No. John, this is what she said. She was sick. She was sick back in December. You're going to have to mix them on. Uh, (laughs) She was sick back earlier in the year, either December, January. So she thought that she had it then. She hasn't had an antibody test. But I'll tell you, I know 25 people who said they were sick in December, January. They all had the antibody test. Not a one of them had it. 
Yeah. All right, I'm going to ask each in- So, no, she did not have it, John. That was not confirmed. Coop. John. Troublemaker. <laughs> Got a mask out of it. I, I, there's three choices. Number, number, cho- number one choice, I'm going to ask every member oh, on the show. Rick. Number one choice is zero. Number two choice is anywhere between three and five. Okay, and then uh, and then the last choice is more than five. Okay. Mm-hmm. How many times have you been convinced you had COVID nineteen since it's all broke out? Uh, Zero, three. Uh, three to five, or more three to five. Three to five. Uh, there's two. I, I just won because I was sick back in December. But after I heard <laughs> everybody else that was sick in December and went and had an antibody test, none of them had it. So mm-hmm. I thought, well, I probably didn't. No, I'm just talking about like symptoms yeah, now. I, yeah. You mean really, like you feel yeah. like you're getting yes, sick now? That's what I'm talking. That's what he's talking. About. I'm talking about oh, any time, okay. any time okay. since this started. Huh. Till today, you how many off? times you thought, well, I got yeah. COVID? Twice. Twice. Zero for Twice. me. Twice. Twice. One three, of them was three this morning. Yeah. <laughs> I've, had it, I've had it four times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm currently, as we speak. I'm also three to five. Yeah. So yeah. That, that's oh, the, yeah. that may be low. On, on the days you're well, not you too sure yourself. I, was an <laughs> I almost went <laughs> it. I can't tell you how many times I've And for some oh, reason, I. And you go, this is it. No, this for some reason. For some reason, I always leave the house and walk outside. I don't know why. You know what I do? I go jog and see if my lungs hurt. <laughs> Greg, you know what I do? I go to the mailbox. I don't know why. I, I go outside. Then you get back, you're better. Yeah, I go. I go outside and I talk to myself in the driveway. You look around and I start. And this is how it always starts. Who am I kidding? I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, about, and then my second statement is, "Here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes." And then all of a sudden, I'm like, "No, I think I'm okay. I think I'm yeah. outside. I think I'm good." I uh, I had a tickle in my throat the other day, and I was out oh, yeah. at a, at a oh, store. Yeah. And I had my mask on, and I but and everybody starts everybody looking start at you looking like, you man, I'm good, man. I just had a tickle in my throat, you know, because I had a mask on, and I I, I, I couldn't get out of it. I, I didn't have any water. Right. I was like, <laughs> I, seriously, like, Betty Betty went into a place with her mask on and asked if they had yogurt, and the man said, "We're out of deodorant." Well, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm having a terrible time understanding people. I'm driving people crazy that are that are like in a place that are trying to help me. Right? Because I'm like, I, I can't oh, understand what you're saying. I know it. And did I tell you the other day when I had a conversation with somebody, and I thought it was somebody else, and they thought I was crazy because yeah. you can't tell yeah, who people are. I've done that. I've done that, and I've, I've had that happen. Have me. I told you this on the air? Or was that off the air? I, I'm, I, I strike up a conversation with this person, and I could tell finally their eyes started because all I could see was like, I, I'm, I don't know who you are. See, and I, I, was I like, go. Oh, well, you're not who I think you are. There's I, people I probably should be talking to because I'm. It's really them, but I'm afraid it's not. Yeah. So I just say like, and that's your out. And I told the like, story. I've had a lot of people wave at me and like really wave like, "Hey, I know you." And I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of like trying to figure out who they are." It gives you an excuse to not mm-hmm. interact. So I put on. I had to pull that picture up. I put on the Rick and Bubba mask. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what day was this? Was this Sunday or Saturday? Hmm. I think it was Sunday. And uh, and Sherry says it's too scary. What the heck? I don't even one? recognize Who is you that? Gray, by the What's way. What's wrong with that picture? Where'd you get a gray one? Huh? No, it's not gray. It's just the light off of my windshield. I'm taking that inside. So you got truck. a gray one. That's it's Jay. not gray. I think that's Jace. You don't. You can't even look. I didn't even notice you. You can't even yeah, recognize right. you. Buddy, especially with glasses on, you can't. Sure, you look at the beard sticking out I around know. it. And the beard looks real gray. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of gray in there. gray. Yeah, because it's pushing that all down to the bottom. <laughs> it Salty is. gray, yeah. mask, and See, a beard. If you look here, all down here is where that is, so that That's pushes all that out. Me here looking ah. at it, it looks dark. 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know where you got that gray mask. Cherry mm-hmm. says, Rick, please tell me you're not walking around looking like that. You're terrifying. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's totally accepted now. Rick is totally accepted now. So that's the thing yeah. about being bald. Well, Kelly I mean, brings us a gray out. mask. It's not gray. People know who I, <laughs> I think oh, yeah. the mask well, turns your beard Y'all want a gray one, too? It's not gray. your black one. Rick, so you you holding out on the gray. It's not gray. Why your you beard's gray? not that gray either that right there. That mask is gray. Well, if I'm you look, it's pushing all this. I know. The mask and the beard are gray. Why did you get a gray mask? Hey, when he points and says this is gray, it's black. Why are you coloring your beard? Y'all don't see that gray right there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all you could see. I, I yeah, understand yeah. that. I just, I just want to know where the gray mask came from. Look, you see the red sticking, a little bit of red sticking out, and the red, because beard's got red in it, too. Hmm. Look, that's it. I mean, Sherry said, she says, one today, didn't the people didn't start just handing you their purse? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I, I recognize that. That's like something from the Road Warrior. I like my hat, I got on. That's new stuff from Manchester. Yeah, absolutely. Also focused on, okay. Little Luke 923. Uh huh. Yeah. So we got those. That goes really good with the gray beard. Gonna have those this weekend at the. Matches the yeah. hat, matches the, the yeah. mask. Yeah. So if we got, you could only get a gray hat to go yeah. with everything else. Guys, it's not gray. It's, uh, you know, we've got, gray. but boy, it really Don't looks show that picture about that picture. Rick. People ordering will say, I want the gray one. Yeah, I know. You've so. brought it up too. The trick, it's actually what, smoke. The trick is, is to get that mask underneath the glasses yeah, so it doesn't it fog, fog up. up. That's, oh, that's the graphite yeah. one. Yeah, we got that graphite color. Not everybody can have the smoke one. <laughs> that's just that's now just available charcoal gray. <laughs> Rick, that, that's so high. That does look good though, doesn't it? It, it does. Was, if it was the good color for it, it's a shame it's not real. No, they're all black. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.